from LA and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan. And we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We'll reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today, we discuss season six, episode two, The Song Remains the Same. Boy, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Written by Gina Fattore, our queen Gina Fattore, yeah. um, directed by Robert Duncan McNeil, who has directed other episodes. Um, this one, like last week, also aired on October 2nd, 2002, because this mm-hmm. was a double episode. Two-parter. Two-parter. All right. The description from Wikipedia. Um, I read the first half of the first sentence and laughed so hard <laughs> that I had to stop. So just apologies. <laughs> Joey's three times betting Dawson have left her sleepy. So an attentive Dawson. <laughs> wow. Three? It was only two. I did. It, it was three. It was three. I, okay, okay. They were right. I did count once I saw okay. that. So an attentive Dawson brings her a birthday coffee exclamation point. Yay. <laughs> but before they can go a fourth session, Dawson's got to go to work. Jen, who has discovered that Grams is in some of her classes, meets fellow student CJ Braxton. Didn't know that that was his last name. Who who recognizes her from her radio gig the prior year. He invites her to join a peer counseling group he is a part of, believing her perspective will be valuable. Pacey and Jack decide to find an apartment together. They become fixated on the one being sublet by Emma. And after some cajoling and a few good words on their behalf from Audrey, she agrees. Pacey also interviews for a job Audrey's father arranged, stock brokerage under Rich Rinaldi. Joey meets Dawson at the set he has helped design for Todd's movie, Wicked Dead. It is a replica of the home he grew up in, and he treats Joey to a romantic dinner on the, quote, porch of the house. Outside her dorm room, Audrey's attempt to lure them into Joey's surprise party is ruined when Dawson receives a phone call from another woman he was casually dating in L.A. While he broke up with her via phone that morning and explains they were non-exclusive, Joey sends them home, declaring their brief romance over. (laughs) Okay, so obviously the history is the same as last week, Mm -hmm. um, as is the movies, though I will say that I dug into the movies a little bit. And Blue Crush was in the movie theaters at this point. So we were, yeah, yeah, good summer for us. Peak. Peak. Um, I also missed, if you can believe it, (laughs) missed um, one song from this week that debuted this week um, when Kelly Clarkson's A Moment Like This was number Mm -hmm. one. Um, Also debuting this week was Eminem's Lose Yourself at number 43. So just to add a little, you know, something extra to that um, big music wrap up I did last time. And thank you to everyone who wrote in and said how much you loved it. I really enjoyed putting it together. Um, It was very fun. So I'm glad people enjoyed that Um, as well. It was definitely peak music for sure. I mean, I mean, for me, I mean, that's all my opinion, but yes. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, so this is supposed to start with Sophie B. Hawkins as I lay me down this episode. Oh my God, really? Yeah, well, they're oh in bed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't get that song. And someone said they had the rights to it on season one. Yeah. So, so how, like, you knew season deal? six had it, right? Or maybe, I don't know. But well, also when, like, 
season six was airing, there were already DVDs. So wouldn't they have already written those contracts? I mean, one would think, but right. no idea. Anyway, so you know, we so got to like watch to be like this romantic, like there's clothes on the floor, yeah. like, you know, and like we pan up from the dorm room to the bed and like, you know, like I'm happy that Joey gets to be happy after having sex. You know, yes. we didn't get to see that, you know, like I'm a Pacey stan. So like it's hard to watch yep. with Dawson. Yeah. Like, you know, taking a step back, I'm like, good for her. You know, your notes and my notes are almost identical, Aaron, because mine said the same thing. I'm like, it's hard that we didn't get to see this with Pacey, but mm-hmm. good for her. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when you first watch it, you're like, maybe she won't be punished for having sex. Maybe she won't. Mm. Yeah. Also, it's been so long since we've seen them kiss, like, like really kiss, uh-huh. like that it was hard for me to watch. I was like, oof, it really is painful for me personally to watch this. <laughs> yeah, which is why the show cuts to the snow globe. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. They're like, you don't need to see it and you need to see the most perfect snow globe that makes no sense whatsoever, no sense at all. but yeah. it's perfect. And um, then we're going to pan back because we don't want you to see them kissing too much, which like, it just like it doesn't make sense because like there were like Dawson and Joey stands, so don't they want to see this? But then on the other hand, it does make sense because there's no chemistry between them. Right. And so they have sex seemingly like for a second time, probably at this point. And mm-hmm. then Joey, and then we get kind of like cut forward and Joey wakes up alone in her bed mm-hmm. where there's a note that says went out for breakfast. And then yeah. Dawson Which, almost like, Im- I'm just going to call bullshit. Like he gets out of a twin bed and she doesn't wake up. I know. Like she's like, I know. (laughs) Like what? She should talk to someone about that. Yeah, totally. (laughs) That's a lot. And he like almost immediately walks in the door with coffee, which I'm like, good, good on you, Dawson. Bring us coffee. How nice of you. Breakfast though. It's not, it's not, it's coffee. <laughs> yeah. And he, she's like real shy and she's like, you know, can you hand me this robe? Which is like kind of interesting. I mean, I know it's network TV. She can't, you can't show anything. Yeah, but like, I agree that it was like, she doesn't feel comfortable in her own skin, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And she even like hides, you know, to put it on, which was yeah. like interesting. And Gina, I want to give a little shout out to our gal Gina because Dawson brings her a single flower, Mm -hmm. um, which is a nice little nod to Dawson and Joey shippers. Gina told us that they used to send in single flowers. I think they were daisies um, to the writer's room because he picked one in what season 201 201. yeah Yeah, yeah. and so like he brings her a flower which is kind of a i think a nice little wink like gina knows how to service all of the ships she knows it it is a nice gesture it's like those are the moments when you're like oh if only we had seen this with jen well and also if only we had seen this with joey like any other time Mm -hmm. besides like that one (laughs) You know, yeah, like totally. two times he's ever like really nice to her seemingly and she kind of immediately wants to start processing proving my point once again that she's a closeted lesbian um <laughs> and um and instead of just like saying a bunch of nonsense to each other like they normally would Dawson yeah. just kisses her which is kind of a Joey move <laughs> I know which I, I was like you know what fair because like he's trying to speak her language <laughs> 
And he's like, let's do it later. And they, they fall back into bed to have sex once again. So that's time three. So that description is right. I I thought it was saying three times before he leaves for coffee. Oh no, but okay. Yeah. And, I, and it's I like just, a sweet morning after. Good sweet. for them. Have yeah. fun. And Good on like, you, kitties. Bless, yeah. You know, and yeah. you're like, we just <laughs> wish we had this scene in four stories, you know? Totally. Totally. Um, and then we go to the credits and then, and then after the credits, Audrey is in a fancy hotel room trying to order room service while Pacey gets ready for work. <laughs> yeah. Audrey just living her best life. I know. And it's like, we're getting this again, this storyline that we don't really know what's going on. We're like, she isn't going to class. Right. You know, and they feel very disconnected from each other. Cause yeah, because he keeps mentioning like, don't you have class, but he doesn't directly be like, what's going on. Right. Which I feel like is a departure from like the Pacey we know, you know, and like not in the, it's like out of character because I think his growth is that like, he doesn't need to be too intense on his girlfriend's life, but it is like, he's like, what's, you know, like, why aren't you going to school? All right. I'm doing my own thing, you know, um, which is interesting just to see how they're disconnected, you know? And he keeps telling her, she's like, don't order room service. And she's like, what, we can afford it. And he's like, mm, your dad can, you know? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but my dad can't. So it's fine. Yeah. And, and then she like helps him with his tie and he's nervous. And that's, I thought that was kind of sweet. And yeah. And he, she says something interesting, which is, she's like, you know, when my dad pulled, like, why are you trying so hard with this? Like when my dad pulls strings, they stay pulled. And then she says, how do you think I got into Worthington? Which is like kind of un Audrey to me. Like that wasn't something she was really like saying anything about about in season five. And so I was kind of like, huh, because because Audrey does feel a bit off to me in these first two episodes from last year. Yeah, I feel like I'll she's like later. The, yeah. she's like super extra rich girl, you know, yeah. um, like it's like I don't know if we're supposed to get the vibe that she went back to L.A. and kind of was like, oh, I like it better here or something like that, you know, or like LA Audrey is like not fully like gone yet. Like she's mm-hmm. still sticking around a little bit. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely interesting. Cause we, I do agree that it feels like a different person than last year. Um, and not like just with Pacey where they've like right. kind of settled into this part of their relationship. It's just like, it is different you know yeah um and it's kind of frustrating because it reminds me of andy you know what they did with totally her or even yeah. joey kind of yeah. yeah yeah and and pacey admits that he's only ever wore a tie once which is, is pretty cute i'm like oh because <laughs> she's like haven't you worn a tie prom, didn't he wear he at least wore it he to one of the proms uh, definitely to one i don't i can't remember if it's both i think both he's worn cool. one twice yeah at yeah. least Pacey yeah. Witter. So, and then we get this little button after Pacey leaves of of Audrey calling room service. Like she's definitely not leaving this hotel to go to school class. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like, you know, it there's, they're setting something up, but because they've elevated her to series regular, like it's kind of like a weird storyline they're giving her that is like completely just like these little blips, but like that what is her storyline so far as her as the two episodes of series regular you know just being weird yeah 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 um so speaking of weird Mm storylines for a series Mm -hmm. regular you know good segue good segue (laughs) jen and grams are like discussing their respective schedules you know yeah 
final season, Jen's storyline is going to be like the tr- the tr- drama of going to school with her grandma. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they're, they're like sorting out their books and Graham's is like, oh, that math book is mine. And like, we learned that that's what Clifton Smalls teaches. And Jen like goes on this weird, I think we're supposed to think it's a feminist rant, but it's kind of not yeah. where she's like, don't take a math class just because of like your boyfriend, like you're just participating in the patriarchal heterosexist fraud known as monogamy. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I feel like I agree. Don't participate in that. (laughs) Spot on for like a 19 year old feminist, like, you know, like 2002, this is like so Santa Cruz, so real. So I've been there like hearing people say this to me (laughs) and you're like, okay, maybe, but like, what about women being in math? You know, like, let's kind of talk. Or like, what if she just was taking an interest in something that someone she loves likes? Yeah. I mean, it's like, obviously like pursuing math in higher education is like, you have to want to do it, you know? So like, whatever, but it's, you know, it's funny to see that Jen, like happy Jen is like going full feminist, you know? Um, and we see like Graham's kind of looking over Jen's shoulder at this dude. And then, and then like this dude starts talking to them and it's like oh I thought I knew you but now I realize I just heard your voice before on the radio you know yeah she you know and Jen's kind of like great cool whatever I'm talking shit to my grandma over here (laughs) you know yeah she's like can you go away please yeah and of course of course this person is played by Jensen Ackles who is now famous but not was not at the time yeah exactly yeah he's wearing a choker so it's like season one Dawson yeah yeah Jen has a type floppy blonde hair and a choker I mean and and girl like super nosy yeah And we learned then that Jen's no longer on the radio, which I am devastated about because I loved that storyline. I and agree. Like, yeah. And I like, also don't like that it wasn't like her. He's like, did you get fired? And she's like, creative differences. And you kind of wish that it was like her choice. Right. To not be on the radio. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And then Graham's like starts playing wing woman and she's like, oh, you should come join us, sir. And like, you know, I was like, okay, Graham. It's so cute. Jen looks over at her and is like kind of stunned. It's yeah, so like cute. what? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so now here we are at the latest installment of Dawson's Peaks. Is it the last installment of Dawson's Peaks? Probably, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, because Dana Ashbrook walks into this room. And, you know, Dana Ashbrook plays the best sleazeball ever. Yeah. Yeah. Which probably means he's like an absolute delight to be around. I know, but, um, probably. <laughs> <in> real life. <laughs> but like Pacey and a bunch of only dudes are in this conference room and he like just gives them this whole speech about like, you know, you can be here if you can commit to being the lowest form of life that doesn't take yeah. no for an answer. And it's just it's the poor man's version of Alec Baldwin's coffee is for closer speech and Glengarry and Ross like it's not a good version of that but it is like a version of that yeah it's like you don't even need to watch it like you've seen this speech before with like yeah. a greasy haired dude and like in, in a, a suit, suit you know yeah. with a cup of coffee that's just like yeah you're gonna work long hours for low pay and you're gonna get your series seven and then you're gonna be a millionaire and right just like Cool. And, and if you don't pass, <laughs> yeah. And if you don't pass your series seven, you're going to get fired. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, so we're getting a Pacey studying storyline again, are we? Mm. I know. <laughs> I honestly forget what even happens with that storyline. So I'm I'm in, in with the rest of you. I'm like, yeah. I vaguely know what happens, kind of. Um, and Pacey's like, can He's I like, ask? Yeah, because he asks, like, you know, um, like, oh, does anyone have any questions? And everyone's just like dead silent, you know. Yeah. And Pacey's like. I mean, like, why should we take this job with the way the market is and everything right now? <laughs> then, like, Rich is like, for the thrill of it, my man. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's basically like, for the rush of gambling, you know, yeah. and you're like, that says a lot okay. about the stock market and kind of all we need to know. And this guy would totally be a crypto bro. <laughs> hundred percent, a hundred percent. And like all the dudes leave then. And then Pacey like stays and he's like, you know, who are you? Like, what's your name? And you know, yeah, he's like, learn. final question. Who the fuck are you? you yeah. Know? Yeah. And it's like, we learned this guy's rich. Yeah. I mean, his name is rich. He probably yeah, rich, is Ren- rich, but rich Rinaldi. And then we rich get this Rinaldi. weird thing where like Pacey goes to leave and he's like, you don't have to wait around. Like I'm, I'm in, you know? And Rich yeah. is like, you should change your suit. It looks a little gay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, like, I mean, a gay man owns it, but like, okay. I don't think that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, sir. It's, that was okay. fucking weird. I hated it. Um, and then we go, we go to Joey's room where Dawson's like packing a go and like, you know, he's got to start his work day and Joey comes out of the the snow globe. Don't forget the snow globe. What (laughs) is that? What what is happening? What? How is that perfect? I'm sorry to fixate on it, but it was not a perfect gift. And we have to look at it so much during the episode, like being like, why, what is this? I mean, is this a metaphor for this their relationship where Joey's it's a like good it's one. perfect and it's, it's not <laughs> that is actually a great metaphor for their relationship <laughs> this thing that means absolutely fuck all is not perfect yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I at an know, airport a hundred percent and Dawson's like you know you look beautiful and then he's like can we like which I like for him I like same, this, same. you know new thing you know because I like that's who he thinks he is and like so be that you know, person so be that person yeah exactly so I you know it's like one of those things where like the summer away like has changed him yeah for the better like away from Joey you know away from everyone but, yeah. yeah everyone he- yeah He's like, you know, can we like, I have to work, but can we get together later, you know, please. And, and then he's like, you know, I'll call you later. And she, he like backtrack. He's like, no, I like, it's cute. He's like, like, I don't mean, I'm I'm really going to call you. I'm not like doing that thing where I say I'll call you. Yeah. He, it's funny. Cause he's kind of like, I'm not trying to be LA. Like, oh, don't call me. I'll call you. But Joey's like, takes it from a college standpoint too, where she's like, oh, you're not trying to be like that frat guy that's sneaking out, you know? So it's like, it's like, I'll call you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and they kind of admit that they're both nervous, which I actually really liked too. Cause I was like, this is real. Like, you're like, now we don't know what to do. Yeah. Like how to act. And she's like, I literally just spent 15 minutes in the bathroom trying to figure out what to say. And I came up with hi. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's real. That is very real. And he's like, well, I wrote four drafts of that letter that I, (laughs) that note from your pillow. And like, I do, I really like this, you know? And, and he kind of says like, what I really wanted to write was like 
something about how I felt about us and about sex. And that like last night was the best night of my life. And I was like, hate this generation, but whatever, here we are. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're basically being like, oh, well, you know, we thought that this magical night would happen and that then we would like just it would we would be Dawson and Joey because that's the lie they've told each other and themselves you know totally. and now like confronted with the reality of what it means they're like oh shit oh what do shit. we do now what yeah. do we do now you know and I agree yeah. that it's super real but it also it it like it it confirms to me like how they're not right you know yeah. not just because like they had lied to themselves about what it would be like but because like there is no natural connection between them. Well, and it's like going back to what I said in, I think the last episode of season five, maybe where at one point they're like, you know, things are just going to work out. I think it was Mm -hmm. the last episode. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, you have to do work for them to just work out. Yeah. And like, this is the, this is the reality, right? Like when you Mm -hmm. don't do any of the work, you haven't talked to each other at all, all summer, and then you sleep together you don't know what the fuck is going on. Like you don't know where anyone is and what anyone's feelings are because you haven't done any work. Yeah. And they're, they expect (laughs) to always be this epic love story or whatever without ever doing the work to communicate and get to like know each other, you know? And so you can see that here where they're like, why isn't this an epic love story? You know? Um, Yeah, totally. Yeah. And they like Dawson, they get interrupted by Todd. Yeah, he's, he's calling, calling Dawson. his cell phone. Yeah. yeah. And he's like yelling. And then she's like, okay, you, you go. We can talk later. I'm not worried. You know, it's totally fine. You know. And I do want to give Dawson a little, like a little like pinch of of I don't know, Akudo, because like he does actually seem legitimately like he's trying to tell her something. Like he's yeah, like, he, I gotta tell you something. Yeah, because she says like, well, what happened to the other drafts? And he's like, oh, I threw them away in the dumpster um, when I was going to get coffee. And he's like, and about that, like, I want to, he's like, there's something. And then the phone rings again. And she's like, right. just go, just go, you know? Right. And so we know that he wants to talk to her about something, but like, he's got work to do, you know? Right. Totally. And this kiss, like they kiss goodbye. And it's just, I'm sorry, I have to say it again. No chemistry. And it's like, it's like precious in this weird way. Like, like there's no heat, but it's just like, they, they, it's, it's very like, it's very like fragile and precious in this way that I'm like, Ooh, like that's not a, like, we just fucked all night kiss. Like, (laughs) that's not what that looked like to me. Um, anyway, but, um, so we go then to Todd in an alley scouting for this movie with Dawson, and like Todd basically like figures it out immediately that like Dawson went yeah, out like, with someone and you know on the one hand these are this is the conversation I've always wanted I wanted like I liked in you know when Dawson is like Jack and Pacey are like talking to him like so Dawson <laughs> so, you fucked you know or they're trying to yeah. get the dirt out of him yeah. and like I had always wanted Joey to like tell Jen like I fucked Pacey you know or whatever like those conversations that are real and like it's kind of disappointing that Dawson's like to his boss, like, Oh yeah. yeah. I've, he doesn't get to be like, I fucked the love of my life. So we don't get that storyline. And it's like a reminder that like Dawson really isn't friends with any of these people anymore. 
he doesn't have anyone to like call or to do anything with yeah and like because like todd's like trying to get the details out of him and dawson then says this thing that every good thing that's happened in my life i've managed to talk out of existence and i'm not going to do that and i was like that that seems like a thing that this show says and never actually happened i totally agree with you (laughs) what has he talked himself out of I don't know because it's I not feel like, one thing I can think of. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for the most part, he talks himself into being in love with Joey for no reason. Right. You know, like, so I agree where you're like, talk to yourself out of what? Like, you know, well, and like um, you're doing the thing that you've always wanted to do. You just like slept with the person that you are claiming that you've wanted to be with since like you were in the, the 10th grade. Yeah. Like, what are you talking yourself out of? I know. It like, I know. So it's like, okay. I mean, yeah, maybe he talked himself out of film school, but like that kind of or seems maybe- like to be a good thing because he's working on a film set. Right. Or did he talk himself out of like sleeping with Joey at the beginning of season three? Like, right. Yeah. That seemed maybe. like he didn't talk himself out of it. He was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I, I mean, it seemed more like the po- prospect of Eve was why he didn't do it, you know? But, yeah. Um, a boat beach will do that to you. Yeah, exactly. So that's interesting. And I yeah. think we're supposed to think that Dawson's like a good guy because he doesn't like talk to his bro about it, you know? And like, yeah whatever men share your feelings with each other my god no it's like like the whole world depends on you sharing your fucking feelings with each other and none of you do it or not yeah like i just think that there's this idea that like you being like oh i had sex with my best friend i've been in love with for one part or another like my whole life is not being like oh man she like gave the best blow job and like da 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 like giving intimate details <laughs> yeah. is when you're like that's sketchy but like sharing yeah. broad feelings is the good part you know there you go yeah. there's some free therapy from Aaron to you <laughs> <laughs> okay so we go to hell's kitchen and Joey goes in presumably to talk to about this job that she was yeah. offered last night and she kind of like sees the table that she and Dawson were at and like smiles. And then Eddie walks in and runs right into her. <laughs> like, yeah. And she like wants an apology and they like kind of banter. And he's like, I'm not going to apologize for Hedson's class. And you're like, wait, what? Like, I don't know. I know. Why but- do they make him and CJ such assholes? I know because like, I do kind of like that. She's like, excuse me, you ran into me. Apologize. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was kind of like, like okay, here for this, Joey, because whatever she's like, this um, is. Excuse yeah. me, apologize. And he's like, I'm not going to apologize for that class. And you're like, what the fuck? Like that happened days ago, you know, or I guess right. it happened yesterday, but still it's like, that's not what's happening here. You bumped into her. Like you're telling me you couldn't feel that. Right. And she says, no, you bumped into me. And he, and then he like does apologize, which I'm like, okay, I'm here for it. I'm here for this man who totally, you know, does apologize. And then like, he's like, but I didn't think you were so delicate. And I was like, oh God, that is not my favorite. No, because it's like, no, you touched me. You bumped into me. Just say, I'm sorry and move on. It has nothing to do with like me being fragile or even being hurt. It's the fact that like you touched me. Yeah, totally. And then Emma comes up and is like, you know, Joey's like, all right, I'm here for this job. What's the deal? And, you know, and then she says this thing that I find really interesting. I know. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Because she says, I'm realigning my life priorities. 
And I was like, whoa, what were your life priorities? And what are they? And like- then she says, I'm trusting my instincts. Yeah. And I was like, what are we talking about here? I know. Because Jen was like, you'll do the safe thing. You're going right. to work for Hexen, you know? Right. And like, and like not, it wasn't even a mean thing. It was like, because that's what makes We know you and you. that's what you do. Yeah. And also like you like school and you want to be on this path. So it makes sense for you to take the academic, you know, job or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like her explanation to Emma is like, yeah, I mean, I'm cool with like guys grabbing my ass. It's very odd. That part is very odd. <laughs> like, yeah, because Emma's like, you know, oh, like getting your butt grabbed by, she says bum, <laughs> grabbed by a bunch of drunks is like where your priorities are taking you. And like, it doesn't make any sense. It like, doesn't I don't make know, sense. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I just don't know what we're supposed to take away from Joey doing this, you know? Like, you just wish she could be like, it's more money. Oh, it'll, it'll be more money. Yeah, exactly. Which like seems like the actual answer. I know. Like it's more money and like I get to not be at school all the time. <laughs> like I get a little bit of time away from doing academic shit. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, like, cause we get Jen's goals in this episode. So like if it had been more laid out of like, oh, I want to meet people outside yeah. of school or something like that you know like you would be you would understand it but we have no idea what the fuck she's talking about totally um but i do think it's interesting that she's realigning her priorities so mm-hmm. okay and you know we find out then of course that eddie is a bartender at this bar um and joey's kind of like hmm <laughs> does that mean i want to work here or not who knows it's so weird yeah um, and, and we go to Graham's then, and this trio is just a delight to watch because <laughs> Pacey's cooking. He's got his tie tucked into his shirt and he's like cooking. I know. Yeah. He's making, making everyone pasta for dinner. And Audrey hasn't been going to class. We find out yet again, but nobody asks again, to get a, a no follow-up question. Yeah. Into it. yeah. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Like at this point, it's bizarre that Pacey's not like, what's going on? Yeah. Like you're not going to class. I can tell like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then yeah. Jack comes in and starts like telling him about all the apartments he looked at today. And I'm like, okay, I'm glad that like, we have actually acknowledged that like you are looking for other apartments besides just mm-hmm. harassing Emma. But, like, I know. I, okay. Like I'm in that, into that. And he's like, you know, basically our price range is like horrible apartments yeah. and <laughs> and Pacey's like except for that one place that I found so now like yeah. at least we're getting steaks thank you Gina for giving mm-hmm. us steaks um and like Jack is super adamant that the apartment be cleaned and then Audrey turns to him and says is that an obviously gay trait you just showed and I have two things to say about this number one <laughs> being clean is an obviously gay trait question mark <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing like huh what okay like what patriarchy is a plague y'all straight guys yeah. you're allowed to also like things clean I promise you yeah um and then this is a line from Greg Berlanti's movie the broken hearts club they there's like a whole thing in that movie about obviously gay traits and yes, mm-hmm. my friends and I t- called things OGTs for years after that movie came out. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it made me smile anyway. Yeah. And so we are getting more of this weird Audrey where she's like, I don't think I want you living with Emma, you know, like I don't trust it, you know? And like, I don't know. She's like, like, it's like, she has these weird, she's like, why would Emma want to live with you? Like, you know, there's always shaving hair in the sink when I brush my teeth and I'm like, okay, fair. That is gross. But like, you know, like, and then Audrey, there's like this point where she's like, maybe she doesn't want to live with guys and that's okay. And I was like, yeah, preach it, Audrey. But then she's just like Mm -hmm. weird about it too. Like, there's just like, Mm -hmm. it seems like she's anti, but she doesn't really tell you why she's anti this. Yeah. Because in this moment, you're understanding, and we kind of got it last episode too, that Audrey feels insecure in her relationship with Pacey, you know? Right. And like, I can understand her feeling that way because we know Pacey is like a little bit unsure of his feelings towards her, you know? And so mm-hmm. some she might be picking up on that. So that is real. However, you're like, why isn't she talking to Joey about this or Jen or Jack, Jack. or anyone, you know, it's like mm-hmm. Jen's storyline is that her grandma is in college with her. Like, it's like, well, what if they were like Bonding, what if Audrey talking, and Jen you know? also were friends? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like what if they were just at the mall together, you know? Totally. Um and and like Pacey's like, I got the job today. And he's like starts dialing Emma's number and then hands the phone to Audrey and is like, you talk, like swallow your food, talk, you're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it's like kind of funny and a cute little button on the scene, but like, yeah, it is like, it feels off and it feels off in a way that like, I don't think has been explained very well. Yeah. 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 And like, it's one of those scenes where you love them all these, this three trio hanging out you're like i want to see more of them on screen you know but like you're like this is so bizarre what's going on here totally um so i think at this point we're supposed to get a ryan adams song which i'm not going to play because ryan adams Mm. was super abusive to mandy Moore. um but i do want to make this note because they're putting all the alternative like hip alternative songs over gen scenes which I think is interesting. And right. also the fact that it's Ryan Adams is kind of an interesting thing to talk about or think about for our segment, our art and artists segment is like, right. you know. Um, so we get back to Jen and Jensen Ackles, who's CJ. Um, we don't know that yet, but mm-hmm. I, I know that. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah. And they're like talking and she's like telling him about living with their grandma and like, but Graham seems to have like vacated this situation. I know <laughs> she's in math class or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, she, he finally is like, I think you'd be like good at giving advice. Like, you know, you were good on the radio at this. Da, 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 da. And she's kind of like, okay, I see what's happening here. From you. Oh shit. You know? <laughs> and she's like, you know, I, I should have said, I don't really do religion. Like, I'm, you know, I'm sorry that this was a misunderstanding. Like she's so nice about it. <laughs> like, I know, <laughs> you know, like it's just not my thing. And, and he's like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. Yeah. Like, no, I think you'd be good at peer counseling. <laughs> uh-huh. And she, and then she's kind of like, so oh, funny. helping people. Right. And you see that Jen thing where she's like, okay, well, if it's helping people, like maybe I'm into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's, 
yeah she agrees to it you know yeah to, like go to this first meeting because he's gonna be there yeah he's it's flirty and like yeah mm-hmm. yeah so we see Joey walk up to an abandoned building and she calls Dawson's cell phone. So it's confirmed that they have each other's cell phone numbers. <laughs> yes, it is. You're right. <laughs> and, and like the first thing she says to Dawson is I made a huge mistake, which of course he's like, wait, what? <laughs> she's like, I don't know where I am. I think I'm lost. And he's like, oh, oh. And he like opens the door because of course, Movie sets do sometimes look like abandoned warehouses yeah, from the totally. outside. <laughs> Definitely. Although it's just so funny that they're like going to Boston to film at a set. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, no, totally. whatever. That's whatever. that. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make a ton of sense. You're right. <laughs> um, so she, Dawson brings her through the set. And she's wearing platform sandals, open-toed <laughs> shoes on this set. Dawson clearly didn't tell her about the fact that you're not supposed to do that. Oh my God. Yeah. And he is like in his element though. Yeah. And it's really cool to see him, like the growth that he's had over the summer, totally. you know, like he is like thriving to be honest, you know, and he's been given a lot of opportunities on this set. We find out that he got to set design. That's, I mean, set. that's very unbelievable, but it's television. So we're going to let it slide, you know, but <laughs> not like a union or anything, but like, you know, whatever. Fine. Fine. I mean, they like, I, I mean, I see you, Gina, I see you work in this because like, she's like throws in a line there where it's like, he didn't like the set designer. So I got to a lot of input and I was like, yeah. I mean, that's not how that works, but I'm glad you're like trying to make this make sense. Yeah. I mean, like it, it makes sense if you were like, oh, I gave photos of my house, you know, yeah. or whatever, like, but like, and like, we understand what's happening here. They're like at the set to Dawson's house. Like, you know, it, yeah, it's a very yeah. meta moment, but like kind of a real moment too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Um, but we see that he made his house. As yeah, it's set, his house. You yeah. Know? And she's like stunned. She's just like, but I don't, what do you think she's thinking? I don't know. Like I had this moment. Cause I was like, I, I do working on movie sets and, and at a, at a movie lot. I do remember the first time I walked into a set that I had seen on TV, like, and it is like, there is a thing that happens where you're like, holy shit. Like this is. I know, but that's not what she's seeing. Right. But it's, but it's, I would imagine that it's similar. I don't know what her feelings are, but like, I would imagine that it's It's something similar. I was just like, what are we supposed to think? Is she like excited to see like her childhood home as well? Right. Or like, you know what I mean? Or is she excited for Dawson that he's doing this, you know, or like, like, I I just don't know what we're supposed to take away from her exactly. Like, and it's like, you know, like the, because like, like, I agree that it's like awe inspiring to see a set, like, oh my God, this is how it is. But because it's a set of Dawson's house, like, what is that level up? What is that layer? What is she taking away from that? You know? Sure. Sure. And I think like, I think it's interesting because I think you can see, like, you can feel the awe coming off of Katie Holmes. Like she, it's not that she doesn't play it well. It's fine. It's just that there's no, like, there's no throwaway line about like, oh, this is 
oh my God, like how cool that it's your house or like, this is so weird. Like it feels like your house, you know, or like whatever. Or even like, I can't believe I slept with a guy last night that, you know, did this or something, (laughs) you know what I mean? Something like that. Like, I don't know. It's just like, what are, I don't know what we're supposed to take away from that. Um, in terms of like their budding relationship, it's super bizarre to me. Yeah. Also Genevieve would like everyone to know in this scene, that it is psychotic to hold someone's hand while they're at work. Um, and she was <laughs> melting down about the fact that he's like holding her hand through his work environment. And she was like, these fucking crazy people don't. <laughs> <laughs> so just a little note from the peanut gallery at the house that I'm staying at at the moment. Um, <laughs> and, and like, she really does gas him up though. Like, she's like, this is so cool. Like, oh my God. Yeah. And he has this like kind of line that I actually like because she's like, it looks so real. And he's like, as real as something can be, that's a total illusion, which I actually like. I know. Is it about their relationship? (laughs) I mean, maybe. And they, because they like walk through Dawson's door to his room and it like goes out to nothing. And and you're like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about sets. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Todd walks up and like kind of catches them in this moment, you know, and mm-hmm. like Joey's like super embarrassed and um, because they're kind of br- like canoodling a little bit. They're like, yeah, and, yeah. And Dawson brings Joey down to Todd and introduces them. And it's yeah. so funny. He's like, oh, this is Joey. She goes to Worthington. And in like a classic, just like this is a West Coast moment. What? Yeah. Who Where? is that? What is that? What's that? OK, no idea. <laughs> I know sometimes in LA all the time and it'll be like this famous school or something like that I remember my friends like I went to Swarthmore and I was like I don't know what What the fuck is that (laughs) amazing that is so cool like I don't like cool I hope you had a great time and they really like saw you as a person yeah 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 or like yeah a lot of those like small like east coast schools that like on the east coast are like a big deal and you're like I don't Okay. I don't know. Awesome. It. I don't cool. know it. Just like I'm, you probably don't know Chico State, and that's fine. Yeah, those are all fine or, things. Or Cal State Dominguez Hills from yes, uh, from <laughs> Bring, Bring It, it On, on. Mm-hmm. or Cal State Stanislaus, my favorite one to say. You don't need to know where that, that is or what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine, but it does exist. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so. Todd's like, oh, like they kind of chit chat and like, he's like, he's obnoxious, but like is eventually like, oh, like, I hope you come back and visit us when we're back here filming in two weeks. And then Joey is just so awkward and like throws her arm around Dawson in this like weird side, like buddy pat hug thing. And she's like, I hope so. I was just like, girl, what are you doing? What is happening? What is going on? Yeah. I was like, whoo, wow. And like, then Dawson's like, okay, excuse me for a minute. I got to get Todd like out of here and like Mm -hmm. ushers him out. And then Todd tells him to go get him tiger, which I really didn't appreciate, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that Todd gives him a night off, but you're like unbelievable. Oh, a hundred percent. No fucking way. No fucking way. Anyway, we go to Emma's apartment. Yeah. And uh, Jack, Audrey, and Pacey, our trio, show up. And Emma's just like, look, unless Audrey isn't going to live here, like, and I never have to see Jack and Pacey again, like, no. 
And yeah, then the, and the moment Jack walks in, the moment Jack walks in, he's like, this is it. Fuck this yeah. Is like, you know. yeah. 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 And then like, we see the lesbians that she was talking about last episode come down the stairs and they're like, we're in, this is a great apartment. Like we're totally in. Yeah. Like, um, so it's a weird storyline. <laughs> yeah. At the counseling center, Jen is listening to this lady and who it is. I agree with Jen. I'm on Jen's team. Yeah. It's super touchy feely. And at the moment, the like, you know, leader, the speaker of the seminar is like, never be afraid to ask for a hug at the end of a tough day. Jen's like, I'm going to bow out. I'm going to go. <laughs> and I was I've like, heard enough. I feel you girl. Yeah. And like Jensen Ackle or CJ comes up like as she ducks out and he's like, Oh, we're uh-huh. late. Like, come on. And she's like, I look, I I've cannot already go back been in, in there. there. I, I, it's not for me, dude. Yeah. It's not for me. And she's kind of like, I'm glad you have your thing, but the, like, it works if you work, it just like, isn't for me. Like, I'm mm-hmm. glad it's for you. And he's, and then he's kind of like an asshole. To he's her. kind of manipulative. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I get it. It's not cool enough for you. And I'm like, you know what, bro? Like it's allowed to not be for her. Yeah. Like if you feel like it's uncool, like that's like you're projecting, you know, like she's yeah. just being like, it's not for me. I don't want to do this, you know? Yeah. And like, it's a weird tactic to like, you know, like, like in the previous scene, he was like, I think you'd be really good at it. He's like trying to gas her up, you know, and you wish he kind of continued on that path of like, right. Yeah. No, just like, she's the first talker, this first speaker, we're going to have more like, you know, there's multiple ways to like help people out. And I, I really think you'll be good at this, you know? Right. But instead we're getting like with him and Eddie, this kind of like, oh yeah, I'm only mean to you. Cause I like you. Yeah. That negging shit. Yeah. You're just like, Ugh, this sucks. This was like peak, like the game pickup artist nonsense. So yeah, or it wasn't even peak. It was like the it start was like of the it, start you know? of it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, he's like, well, why did you come here? Like, if you're not, you know, because she's kind of like, look, I'm not a joiner. Like, I don't, yeah. I, you know, this is not my thing. And he asked why she came here. She <laughs> goes to leave, and she's wearing a Scotty dog purse. I didn't notice it. Oh my God. It was stunning. I know. I was like (laughs) blindsided by it. Like, what is that? That is incredible. Oh my God. Who is season six, Jen? (laughs) Yeah. Someone different. Yeah. Um, But she says like, I made this promise to myself to do things differently this year and like try to make new friends. And I can't like be something that I'm not to make new friends. Like this is not me. And like- you know, yeah. and kind of like I was, she seems to be kind of saying like, get the hint, dude. I came here because like, I know I kind of think you're cute. And like, we were yeah, having she kind a of conversation even that at first. Like, why do you think I came? Cause you fucking right. invited me and I think yeah. you're hot. Like, you know, it's like, we all know this. He knows it too. You know, like whatever. Totally. Totally. Um, yeah. And he's like, and, and, you know, he's like, you know, what, like, basically like what are you trying to figure out about yourself or like whatever and and she's just like you know I just think you think I'm a better person than I am like you seem to think that I'm a better person than I am and like he's just like that's too bad that you think that and I hope actually what happens this year is that you change your mind about yourself which I like kind of liked 
Yeah, no, you're like, okay, like that part I think is good, you know, but like, I don't know, it's weird because he's doing this peer review thing we know. Yeah. So he's using some of his tactics with her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or peer counseling. Yeah. So you can kind of see where like one of these is the real him, the asshole probably. And then the other (laughs) one is the one who's been trained to like counsel her. Yeah. You know, Totally. Totally. And it's just like, it's so, it's like, there's this part of me that's like, whenever people are nice to Jen, Mm -hmm. I am into it because like, she so rarely gets a kindness thrown her way. Um, but like, also he's, he's kind of not totally nice to Jen. Like he says a couple of nice things, but he's like, you know, yeah. Yeah. And I, I just get the vibe. He's only saying those nice things to like get her to join to get what he his wants. club, you know, yeah. and it's so bizarre. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we go over back to Emma's apartment where mm-hmm. Pacey is still trying to convince Emma to let them live there. He does make one valid point, which is uh-huh. that lesbians are notorious for committing too soon. And like, yeah, that's he's not he's not wrong about that yeah. point. <laughs> Um, and he yeah. makes a less valid point that they'll be fighting and throwing things soon, which I find to be less true. Um, mm-hmm. And she's like, first of all, how do you know I will not throw shit at you? I might. <laughs> so I know. it's like, like everyone throws like all types of people throw shit, you know, not right. everyone, not but... just lesbians. Right. <laughs> yeah, <Exactly>. yeah. <laughs> and second, he, she says, how do you know I'm not a lesbian? And I was like, I mean, fair points all around, Emma, you know, yes, fine. Yes. yes. And he wants Audrey to like be his character witness. And Audrey's like, I don't know. I mean, we might be breaking up soon. And he's just going to have a string of girls come in his way, you know? <laughs> like, and, and like, cause, cause Pacey is like, you know, we can protect, like, this isn't the best neighborhood. We could be security and like, I can cook. And like, mm-hmm. Audrey's like, I don't like this. You know, she's, then she goes on her, like, I don't like this thing. And I was like, this is so weird. Isn't this weird? Yeah. Because. Like I agree because we haven't had Audrey's point of view with Joey yeah. or with Jen yeah. or with someone. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you're like, like, obviously something's going on. Okay. But now we're like, you know, one and a half episodes in and we're like, okay, can we just get a little bit can, of context? Can, just, like, can I get some context? Yeah. yeah. You know? And like, yeah. She says to him, like, cause he pulls her aside, like, you're supposed to be helping me with this. And she's like, I saw your banter. I know how that goes. Like you're going to end up fucking her. And like, you know, like we know that like she has trust issues cause she, the way she reacted to the situation with Alex, you know, which turned out to be valid in a way. And like, I'm sure didn't, it does not helping like, yeah. Like, you know. and it's like, but like, on the other hand, they spent three months together in LA over the summer, yeah. you know? So like, you would think that like their relationship would have been strengthened, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, we got, again, we got Pacey's point of view of like, yeah, I came back and remember like how much I was in love with Joey when I came back. And now I'm kind of like, I don't know, but like, we didn't get Audrey's opinion about how the summer went, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like weird. Totally. 
And then we go to the gays conversing with each other. Um, yeah. And Jack's telling these ladies that there are mice in this apartment, just like <laughs> straight up lying to them. <laughs> so funny. It's I know. so funny. Turns out uh, Paisley didn't need an Audrey. He needed a Jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because like Jack, the ladies leave. They're like, okay, we're out. And then Jack's yeah. like, an apartment this good knows no ethical boundaries to get yeah. us in. And <laughs> so I was funny. like, this like Machiavellian Jack is really doing it for me right now. Yeah. And like, the, it's kind of the only redeeming quality of this specific storyline is that we know yeah. that Jack and Pacey are going to like live together. So we'll have more together. seasons throughout or more scenes, scenes yeah. throughout the season, which I'm like definitely here for. Shit's so totally. funny. Totally. It's amazing. And we go to the set and Dawson's like, you know, asking Joey if he can take her out for her birthday tonight. And she's like, well, no one remembered my birthday, so I have no plans. (laughs) And like we get a song that's changed and it's they're both bad. So I didn't even bother, Uh but um, it is changed. And then like Dawson being Dawson set up this like really romantic. It is legit, really romantic scene on the porch with like champagne and there's lights and like it's so funny she he has a picnic with a gift basket and she's like there must be a hundred dollars of stuff here and you're like that's like a four hundred dollar gift basket girl I know. he even <laughs> says that he's like more than that you know yeah. but it's like it's a like it, it's not something that joey is usually impressed by like the cost yeah. of things you know yeah and like they have this thing where joey says keep saying like kind of hokey don't you think about like the snow globe and like some different things. And like this, she says it about this and Dawson's like, yeah, like mm-hmm. I do think that. And like, I, th- I think it's dumb personally, but I can see thinking it's cute. And I don't mean that in a condescending way. Like it's just not mm-hmm. my thing, but like, mm-hmm. I can see being like, oh, you have this little banter that you do and you like yeah. think it's cute between each other. Fine. Great. Good for you. Um, yeah, yeah, and like they he start- makes a toast to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, here's to your 19th birthday, and now you'll never forget, or something like that, you know? Yeah. And she's like, it was great. And it's like, you know, like I've said it before, I'm just gonna say it again. You just wish like she had a real friend that she could talk to about this. Totally. Cause like, she's even like, if we you had know- gotten a scene with Audrey and her talking about it. And we could also hear how Audrey feels about Pacey. Like it would have right. made a lot of this different. Yeah. Even if it was like, they miss each other on voicemail, like, you know, yeah, Joey yeah. being like, Oh my God, Audrey, I've got to talk to you. <laughs> Something happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Audrey That's calling Dawson, back and being yeah. like, I've got to talk to you. I got to like, yeah. you know, I, like, you know, that would make sense why they hadn't talked, but Mm-hmm. we don't even get that and so so you know we move across to boston to joey's dorm room and it's later and like she does the over the shoulder handhold thing that she did with pacey and it hurt me deeply to see it i know <laughs> i know it's not their thing but it really did hurt um but so they're like chatting kind of and she's like oh are you gonna turn into a pumpkin at midnight because he's like you know i can't stay yeah all night kind of thing i'm leaving in the morning and stuff and she's like well what does that mean and he's like well you know i'm coming back right like to her credit she turns around and straight up asks him okay what does that mean Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. 
okay, yeah. let's talk about this. And yeah. seems to like really seriously, like want to talk this through, you mm-hmm. know? And-, and he's like, yeah, he's like, well, I'm coming back. So, you know, and she's like, well, what, you know, what are you coming back to? And he's like, I'm coming back to us. Yeah. And we're and- like, okay, what does that mean? And then she's about to ask him and his phone rings and she's like, you have to take that. Like you love your job. Yeah. They're kind of kissing a little bit. And like, you know, she's like, you got to answer it. You love your job. And he like sees who it is. And he's like, it's not Todd. So it's fine. I don't need to take it. And she's just like, don't lie. Like she's like, it's playful. She's like, don't lie about that. It's totally Todd. Mm -hmm. And you're ignoring him. And then like, it starts, his phone starts ringing again and she steals it and yeah, she looks and it's a girl. Yeah. And she's like, who's the girl? Yeah. And he's like, nobody. And then she starts to get jealous. I mean, he's lying to her. Yeah. Because it's not nobody. It's not nobody. Like, like, and like it's unclear who it is yeah and it's just like he's obviously lying because who would be calling your number so you could like it's a weird thing because like if you're gonna lie you might as well just lie and be like oh it's someone from production yeah it's the set designer yeah <laughs> yeah like he's already oh, lying by saying nobody yeah. so it's yeah. like a weird choice Totally. But right as they're like about to get into it, Audrey's head pops out of the door and is like, hello, obviously we didn't forget your fucking birthday because we love you and we're your friends. We're throwing you a surprise party in this storm room. Like, yeah. come on. He, she's like, it's not nobody. And he's like, oh, it's a friend. And she's like, is it nobody or a friend? You know? And then mm-hmm. he's like, oh, it's someone I've been seeing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. when Audrey's like, um, hey, there's <laughs> We're a party all in here. In here. <laughs> Which is like, ooh, yikes. Oh. Yikes, 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 yikes. And it is yikes because when they pull her in and everyone's like, surprise, <laughs> it's like, like throws Joey's glitter. Like, yeah, Joey's kind of like, okay, like, I don't know how to handle this. Oh my God. Yeah. And like, and there's Aud- like definitely a vibe in the party, you know, where yeah. she like sits down and Audrey's giving her a gift and there's an energy that people can tell, you know, and it's like, I feel like this is when like you kind of see how Joey like learned her lesson from, you know, before when everyone's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Because like, instead, Jen, even Jen's like, is there something wrong girl? And then at that Joey's like, Dawson, we need to talk, you know? (laughs) And she kind of like, she doesn't like bottle up her feelings in a way which she would have before, you know, like she starts to, because she's Mm -hmm. like, at first she's like, no, no, no. Lucky me that like you guys are doing this. And like, yeah. And like, you know, there's this, I really felt like I understand Joey when she does this thing where she's like, shove it down and get through this because Mm -hmm. like I, it's something that I work on in myself all the time because like, I am like Mm -hmm. that. And, and then like when Joe, when Jen finally asks, you know, if something's wrong, she's like, God, no. But then she like immediately gets up and pulls Dawson into the bathroom and is like, we got to talk. Like, yeah. So it's like, yeah, she does. And she like, kind of doesn't care that there are people there. And I think it's, I think it's partially a testament to the closeness of all their friendship. Like, I think if these were not as good of friends, she would have just like, she wouldn't have, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. 
And if it hadn't been Dawson, if it had been like Professor Wilder or whatever, she just yeah. would have like taken the abuse, you know? Yeah. Or like and- the like she obviously wants to talk about it more, you know. So it's totally, like, they didn't have a conversation. To, obviously, yeah. he just revealed he was seeing someone right. when he fucked her, you know. Um, right. Yeah. And she like pulls him into the bathroom and starts yelling at him, and like everyone yeah. can hear it because, like, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And she says, "I slept with you last night, and you have a girlfriend." And then everyone at the party is like, "Oof, oof." Yeah. And he like reiterates, like, it's not my girlfriend. I, I was just seeing someone, you know? Um, yeah. So we're like kind of seeing this, like, I don't know, this like gray area, I guess. Definitely. I mean, I think it's interesting. And, and also the, it's like the way in which like Joey sees relationships, you know, like she thought professor Wilder was going to like be her boyfriend and that guy was going to like terrorize her, you know? Right. Right. Okay, I have one thing about this scene which doesn't have to do with the thing we're just talking about right now, but uh-huh. I want to mention that the grace with which Pacey and Jen handle this situation is like mm-hmm. really yeah. something. Like okay. they are both like not us, like not our like, <laughs> totally agree with you. Yeah. And then also I do want to say at this point, Eric from Twitter um tagged us in a post or like tagged us in this thing that he said, which I thought was really interesting. And thank you for saying it because I don't know that I would have necessarily thought of it, but like this moment, like Dawson and Joey fans, if you're a fan of Dawson and Joey as a couple, you don't even get a week of them being happy. You get maybe 30 minutes of them being happy. And like, you've been waiting six seasons for this. Yeah. They haven't been together since season two. Like, yeah. They haven't actually dated each other since season two. You've been waiting. It's now season six. And like you get 30 minutes. Yeah, and like and it was advertised that they finally get together too. Yeah. So you, if you had stopped watching, you know, then you tune in for this. And this is what you get. And I, and I agree with that. And I think that's part of the reason why Dawson and Joey is so hard to deal with because mm-hmm. it's like you, <laughs> this is based on nothing. Like you haven't given us any moments of them being like really happy with each other, you know, like, yeah. And it's totally believable in the first and second season when you're 15, that your relationship is built on handholding. Like, okay. I love that. But like the older you get and the more experience you get, you're like, we're not the Duggars here. Like we do more (laughs) than hold hands, you know, Uh it's like, come on. Um, yeah. And we've seen them both like move on like sexually and otherwise, like chemistry wise with other people who are characters on the show, you know? So it's like, yeah. come on. Um, well, and it's like, and it's like the, you know, Pacey and Joey in a little bit suffered from the same thing where we did complain about it, where it's like, they don't even get an episode to be like insanely happy, Yeah, yeah. but like they do get a lot of moments of being really happy with each other mm-hmm. and really connected with each other. And so like, you know, fine. Like, even if we didn't like how that relationship played out in season four, like we did get to see them happy and functioning for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, or like at least functioning, even if they were like arguing with each other or whatever, but like Dawson and Joey fans do get robbed of any kind of romance. Yeah. Like like, we just saw Pacey and Joey get a chance, you know, and we don't, we never have seen that, you know, like Dawson and Joey. Yeah. 
with Dawson and Joey, they don't, they don't get a chance. Like as soon as season two happens and they're together, like Jack shows up and there's immediately tension between the two of them. I mean, he reads her diary on the second episode of them being together. Yeah. But they also play it like Jack is like a, a, there to like steal Joey, you know? So it's like, there's always some tension there. Like they're not on the ground. Dawson makes her turn her dad in at the police. Yeah, it's like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, just got to say, as I was pausing to take those notes, I mm-hmm. paused right on the image of Pacey in two party hats. Like, horns. yeah, I know. It's so funny. <laughs> I was like, I'm in love with him. And we hear Joey, like, yeah, we hear Joey saying, you're seeing someone. What does that mean? Which I'm like, applause. So much applause you're seeing someone. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. And Dawson doesn't answer her. He says, I don't know, but I broke up with her the second something happened, which is like, that's not an answer. I know. (laughs) Well, it's weird because like, look, like, I think he's allowed to have been seeing someone, you know, like they didn't talk all summer. He also did outright ask her in the last episode, are you seeing anyone? She didn't return the flavor favor, which I feel personally says a lot about how she sees Dawson sexually that like, Mm -hmm. of course he wouldn't be dating anyone, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, like, that's my personal opinion, but that's how she sees him. So, you know, like, I do think he should have volunteered. But on the other hand, like, we don't know the nature of their relationship up until this point. But the fact that, like, in my opinion, that he has to break, he feels like he needs to break up with her indicates it's more than just like a casual I was just like kind of hanging out with this person. Yeah. 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 Because like, you know, if you're casually seeing someone, that means you can fuck someone else without, you know, like and have that be that but like to have to break up with them means that you're like you know yeah there's something more yeah yeah mm-hmm. and like and like i i mean a, a half a kudo that he didn't just ghost that woman but like at the same yeah. time you know um and we figure out or she's he says when he went out for coffee that's when he did it and i was like oof, yeah oof, oof. yeah so she like <laughs> wants to know the timeline which i think is valid too to you know because he says like I broke up with her as soon as I like something happened and she was like when like like, which like fair yeah 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 and Um, yeah yeah. and he's like where you know and she kind of storms out and she just like she gets the gang involved so she wants everyone else to participate in her relationship she's like who here thinks Dawson should have told me he was dating someone before we had sex, you know? And everyone's like, yikes, we do not want to be here, like involved in this relationship. (laughs) Although interestingly, only the girls raise their hand. Yeah. Jen raises her hand pretty damn quick. I was like, good good on you, Jen. Cause like, cause Dawson, one of the things he says to her too, is like, I'm sorry if this ruins the fantasy, but this girl means nothing to me. And like, there's this part of me that's like, I'm on both of their sides. Yeah. Up, I'm on, I, I think they're both right, mm-hmm. you know, and both could have handled this situation better up until this point. Like mm-hmm. totally, totally. Like they both yeah. have points, but yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, you know, like Dawson thought he was meeting up with a friend to celebrate her birthday. And then like, you know, he had like an ambiguous situation back home, you know? So like it, 
it's kind of like a weird thing. And he feels like he did quote the right thing, but like, you know, and then Joey's over here being like, you should have fucking told me before we did this, you know, right. like, I don't like the way this makes me feel. And like, well, and I, I understand how that would feel too. Right. And she says, you should have told me before we did this. And when he says, when, mm-hmm. That is when my opinion starts to turn on him because, because I'm like, I'm like, when, before you had sex, like there, it's not like, it's not like you're like, we're deciding to have sex and then you're just having sex. Like there's time. (laughs) Or like at a minimum, like before they did it again in the morning, you know, (laughs) or like, you know what I mean? Like if it like just happened so fast and you didn't, you kind of didn't know what was going, you know, you couldn't take a beat or whatever. Like I could see that, but it's kind of like, the thing is with Dawson, it's like, it's not about like when she wanted it. It's like, well, when was he going to tell her? Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's what, if I was in Joey's shoes, I'd be like, well, when were you going to tell me? Like, yeah. I don't know when I want to, I, I wish I wasn't in this situation right now, but like, when exactly were you going to tell me this is what was happening? You know? Totally. Totally. Yeah. And like, look, then, um, I, I, I mean, I guess here when they're in the room and the girls are voting, yes, Dawson should have told her yeah. is I guess when I'm going to spill my cards about this scene, which is that, uh, you've all been waiting for this moment. This is the scene that kills Dawson to me. Dawson dies to me after this scene. I think he is irredeemable after what he is about to do. Um, so uh, there we go. Here we are. I will. I will get more into it as we go along. But like, but like, we're we're gonna we're about to get into the meat of it. So I want to yeah. make sure that's known. Because um, she he goes on to say that she is blowing this out of proportion. And Jack's like, um, like maybe we should let's like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like all of them are like, let's just like leave. And Audrey, I mean, I love this girl so much sometimes is like, wait, no, like I can't leave until Joey tells me it's okay to leave. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, like I know Dawson is our friend too, but, um, yeah, yeah no, totally. And, and Joey's like, it's fine, Audrey. And then she's like, great. See ya. See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and so we're left alone like these four people are like bye like yeah. fucking smoke you can see the smoke as they it's like so funny yeah, yeah. Away. and Dawson then is like you know we didn't talk last summer which like is both of our doing totally true and yeah. he, and he goes we both know if we stopped even for a second last night that we wouldn't have that what we did wouldn't have happened and I'm not sorry about what happened but if you are that's a different argument And like, first things first for me, if taking a second to say, are we sure we want to do this Mm -hmm. is not something that you can do. And, and like, is not something you're willing to do and have the answer be no, like that's a big fucking problem. Yeah. I mean, just like, that's consent. That's we're talking about consent. Are you getting? Yeah, I know. Exactly. And I, and I'm not trying to make accusations about Dawson. I think they were both fully consenting, but Mm -hmm. like that mentality to me is like real thin ice. Like that is, yeah. Yeah. That slips over into a bad place real quickly. And, And you know, for me, the problem with what is happening right now is that like, I do understand where he's coming from. However, 
I do think he needs to apologize and say like, okay, like in my opinion, I didn't, this girl I was seeing is like a casual thing. And like, I love you and I want to be with you. So like, I would obviously choose you. I now see that like, that's not how you think I handled this wrong. And I want to acknowledge that and apologize to you, but he's acting like, her point of and like and she kind of is acting like his point of view is wrong too but she's he's like completely gaslighting her totally totally. and like that's where it becomes hard like you know like they're definitely talking over each other and they're not acknowledging the other's feelings you know like and like I think he's allowed to have been dating someone and I do think she's also being like well, you had a girlfriend and he's like, no, I didn't. I didn't have a girlfriend. She's like, you had a girlfriend. And it's like, no, I didn't like, you know, and so that kind of feels frustrating. However, like it is fucked up because like, like if I was in Joey's shoes, I'd be like, look, I don't want to start a relationship with you as the other woman. I don't want to start yeah. a relationship with anyone as the other woman. And that's yeah. how the foundation of our relationship is. Yeah. So like, even if it was only for like 12 hours for that 12 hours, I was the other woman. And I, I don't want to do that. That's not, that's not my vibe. That's not my energy, you know? Yeah. And so like, like, I agree with her that like, I would feel that way, but I like, I know myself, I'd be like, okay, you're right. I didn't ask like, there's a lot going on here, but like my feelings are still valid and real, you know? Totally, totally. And like, and you know, he kind of, I mean, I do feel like he's trying to derail this argument. Like she is trying to have this argument. Like Mm -hmm. you had a girlfriend, you were seeing someone and you didn't tell me. And he's kind of like, well, you know, I'm not sorry about what happened, but if you're sorry about what happened, like that they had sex, like that's a different argument and it's a big deal. And it's like, that's not the argument you're having. Like she never once is saying she's not, she's unhappy about fucking you. She's unhappy about the terms in which you entered into this sexual relationship. Yes. And so she's like, you have a girlfriend, like, how is that not a big deal? And then mm-hmm. he says, I had a girlfriend past tense. Yeah, and I was like, so that's okay, when he Dawson. admits it was a girlfriend. And so you're like, I was like being there for you, Dawson, in the way in which I can, which is uh-huh. that much. But like, now that you're like, I, I don't know if he's just like using her term even though it wasn't, you know, just to like placate her because she's not listening to what he's saying. You know what I mean? Like he's like, it wasn't a girlfriend, but like, okay, I will meet, I will try to communicate with you and meet you in your terms. But like that part, I was like, Ooh, well, cause my thing is like, you're not defining these terms. Like, did he cheat on this girl with Joey? Were he and this girl just like having some sex sometimes? Like, yeah. Like what are the terms of their relationship for sure? Totally. And like, Joey still deserves to know either way that like he's seeing that person or like they were having sex. Like she does deserve to know that. Definitely. And, but like, but I like, those are different things. Those are different things. Exactly. Like that's one of my frustrations. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my frustrations with her is he keeps being like, it wasn't my girlfriend. And she's like, it's your girlfriend. And you're like, well, no, it's not, you know, like that's what he's saying. But like, then in this moment, you're like, well, is he still is lying? Yeah. yeah. What, what's is going it? on? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. And like he, and Dawson says like, okay, like our timing wasn't perfect, but like, if we wait for perfect, it's never going to happen. And I'm just like, fuck talking about perfect timing. If timing is bad for this long, 
it actually means something like, I know you do make choices to be with someone or to not be with someone. Um, I mean, like, I do think that sometimes there are actually legit timing things, but like you, but you do make choices to be with someone or not be with someone. And like, you two have been making the choice to not be together for a really long time. And then you blame timing. Yeah. It's like, as soon as she broke up with um, Chad Michael Murray, I don't know why they didn't get to, he didn't pursue her. He didn't even admit to her. Like I went to Florida to see you. Like to me, that was the perfect time for him to confess his feelings for her, like his re feelings or whatever. Totally. You know? Um, like, yeah, like, and, and like, I can see his frustration where he was like, well, then we were in the right time. And like, it just happened. And like, I've been wanting this, you know, now for like six months. So like I'm in on it, but at the same time, like, again, you're like, I don't know. It, it's hard because like of the way Dawson sells himself as who he is, you know? Right. Cause you're like, well, what about this other girl? Like, you I don't mean, care about her. You, you know what I mean? Like he, he always I'm acts have like stuff he's to such, say about that too. <laughs> yeah. He's such a nice guy, you know? Yeah. And like, he, you know, he's always being like, well, I'm the good guy. That's always gets me in trouble. Or even like last episode, why well, walk you home? That's who I am, you know, whatever. And you're like, well, first of all, she wrote a boat, her, a boat home. You never fucking walked her home, you yeah. know, but like, okay. But the way he, you know, it's like, well, so you're just fucking over this other girl. Like, I don't know. It's so well, weird. And if, if that's the story, that's fine. I'm yeah. fine with that story. And I'm fine with exploring that and exploring like, you know, when you, I mean, people do it at every age, but particularly when you're 19, 20, like, yeah, that shit happened. I mean, like it does, yeah, you know, totally it's happened to us and we've done it to other people. Like it yeah. just happens. And so like, you know, life is fucking messy. Um, and like, I'm not, the thing is, is life is fucking messy, but also sometimes you have to apologize for the mess you made. <laughs> like, I know that's the biggest problem with Dawson in my opinion you know is just like he doesn't say like okay I hear you that I upset you and I'm sorry that I didn't let right. you know that I've been fucking someone else all summer like yeah I'm sorry and about I can that. see you know I can see where you're coming from yeah because exactly. like Joey does then lash out and she's like are you just sleeping with me so you could like cross it off your list finally and like I and really like, don't think that that's where he's coming no, from I don't think so either yeah like that's so like that's it's untrue. Yeah. Yeah. But I also do understand that she is now hurt and she's like, okay, so what, like, so now what do I fucking believe? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, sh- they both make valid points. Cause she's like, we haven't talked. Like, how am I supposed to know what you're thinking? Because like, you're apparently fine sleeping with me when you have a girlfriend. And like, that doesn't seem like something that the Doss and I know would do. And like, it seems like you don't want this to mean anything you know, mm-hmm. and, and like, and he's kind of at his wits ends. Cause he's like, of course I want this to mean something. Like I've been right. wanting to have sex with you, like for my whole life, you right. know, <laughs> like, you know, and like, he's like, I didn't wait all of this time for it to not mean something. Right. And, and she, then that yeah, triggers her. That yeah. triggers Oof. her. Yeah. yeah. In a way in which you're like, oh, Joey, come on. You know, I mean, I get where she's coming from. Like, there's a lot of damage that was done and wasn't talked about. But also, mm-hmm. like, I agree with you where you're like, Joey, girl, 
Yeah. <laughs> hoo, yeah. Hoo, 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 dirt yeah. off your shoulder, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause she's like, I'm so sorry that you got sick of waiting. Like, you know, and she's just like, I want our first time to mean more. And like, this is the most that we have actually heard Joey express what she wanted in a long time. And like, I am here for it. It's not that much, but she does. I know. Cause I it. still don't know. Like what, what is, what did she want it to mean? Because like, I still think it, regardless of this other girl, it means the same thing. I agree. But she, but like, obviously that she doesn't think that she thinks that like, because he could do this while he was with someone else, like it doesn't mean as much. And Mm -hmm. that's like Joey's journey to be Mm -hmm. on, you know what I mean? Like, that's not something that I really understand, but like, also I'm not Joey. So yeah, that's fine. But like, you know, but, 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 but she actually finally does express a want Mm -hmm. and, and then he expresses also a totally nondescript want, which is that like, or that this means everything to him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what it means to you though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she, she wonders if he thinks he like, did you want this to happen? You know? And she, and she's like, well, that would, he's like, well, that would mean you knew what you wanted, you know? Yeah. He starts getting mean. Yeah. And so, well, I just feel like, I don't know if I think that's mean. I just think that's like the, his frustration, his trigger point as well, just in the same way that Joey's triggered by like the waiting. He's like, you don't know what you want, you know, because that part isn't the mean part. The mean part is he says, he says that would involve you knowing what you wanted, which is fair. Yeah. But then he says, which we both know is not going to happen this anytime this decade. And I was like, okay, sir, that's fucked. Like, yeah, it's hard that's because a like fucked up thing to say to someone. He participates in their back and forth too. Like, you know, yeah. and like I and I just like I don't buy that he knows what he wants, you know? Like yeah. I, I I don't. Like he wanted to of, fuck Joey. Yeah. In terms of Joey, like, you know, it's like he wanted to fuck Eve, like, you know, and like and I'm not talking shit on him, but I'm just like he no. acts like he's like the whole time I always wanted to be with you and you're like, "No, you didn't." No, you, that's not true. You only wanted to be with her when you couldn't. Like your you you know, desire was awoken through jealousy mm-hmm, multiple mm-hmm. times. And then like, you know, there were and then like, yes, last year it was a timing thing for sure. But yeah, only- and your feelings changed and like that's valid. Yeah, and, yeah, like totally. nobody told you it wasn't valid including Joey. I know. Didn't tell you it wasn't valid and was like, "Okay, I'm hurt, but I understand." You know, like Yeah. And then I also understand why he's triggered by her never choosing because she right. didn't choose. Like, right. you know, she toyed totally. with him all of fourth season, you know, and then like all of last season too, you know? And so like, she didn't really choose, you know, and that's always yeah. been my main complaint with her is she was always half in and half out with Pacey. So she yep. was like always toying with Dawson's heart. And like, yep. to the extent where like it, it caused him and Gretchen to break up, you know? So I can see his frustration of being like, you never choose. I don't know what the fuck you want, you know? Totally. Um, totally. And that's fair, but like, he's, yeah, but, but he's mean about it. Yeah. I know. Cause then he just is like, you know, you're just some scared girl or whatever. And then she, when he says that, I yeah, mean, that's, that's I, the moment. That's I the know. moment. It's like, you can't come back from that, sir. Cause like, then cause, she gets kind of mean too, like who broke your heart. And like, I don't think that's really what he's saying. 
like I don't know because he it's a silence and she reads that into it into yeah. the silence and so it's hard to tell if like she actually does know what he's about to say or yeah. doesn't because once she says it he's also silent like which seems like a tacit yeah that is what I'm talking about mm. like that's kind of how I read it but like but also I, but also because they don't say anything like yeah, she's <laughs> essentially putting words in his mouth and he, yeah, we don't know. Like, you know, like, I don't know, like it's, it's hard because she lives in this guilt that she broke his heart and he'll never forgive her. But like, I, I do feel like he is like, let's, he thought they were starting fresh now in this moment when they fucked, you know, and like that, like past, like heartbreak is like no longer exists. And it's like, she's the, you know, like, and I, I think it's just both of their toxicity where they both think that like they're living in this world and they're living in it all alone. They're not in it together. <laughs> right. Because like she, she says, when is the statute of limitations going to end on like the fact that I broke your heart when we were 15, you know? And, and then she's like, I'm sorry that I don't have the same dreams I did when I was 15. And like, I'm sorry that I moved on faster than you, but not everything that happens to you is my fault. Mm -hmm. And like, just because I want more from my life. And then he butts in and he's like, more than what more than us. Yeah. And she's kind of like stunned. Like she's like, whoa, like, and, and then he just is mean. And he's like, you know, you don't know, you've never known. And like, then goes off on this thing about like all she's ever wanted to do is escape from me from Cape side. And he says, you say, I'm the dreamer that I don't want to live in the real world. And he's like, well, I'm doing it. I'm living in the real world. It's you that wants the fantasy. Mm -hmm. And I, that's when I about threw my, this fucking computer. Cause I was like, fuck you. That yeah. girl had to start living in the real world a hell of a lot earlier than you did. Like, yeah, this is a person who lost her fucking mother when she was like 12 and then her dad went to prison. Like she knows the goddamn real world. So how about you get off your high fucking horse? But I think with Dawson, she does want this fantasy. She wants I agree him to with be him. this one way, you know, and like. I agree know. with you, but that's not the argument he's making. He's not making an argument about their relationship. He's an art. He's making an mm -hmm. argument about him living in the real world. Like I'm working and I'm doing all this stuff and you're here at the university, like in this fantasy. And like, I'm a, now I'm a part of that, but I'm just like, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, I think they're both being fucked up to each other. You I know? think they are too, but like, yeah, but I think like he's being really fucking mean to her. Yeah. I mean, I think they both are being mean to each other. Like it's like the same situation from, um, for tango where they're both being fucked up to Jen and Pacey for being sluts. And you're just like, you're perpetuating this toxicity. You know, they're both just being like living in their guilt about things. You know, she's living in the guilt that she broke his heart and like taking out that guilt on him. And then mm -hmm. he's like living in this guilt of like not being a good guy that he thinks he is and he's yeah. taking that out on her you know i mean this is like highlighting just how like just get out of here can we stop this like yeah you know? stop talking to each other yeah. after this definitely but so she says like who brought the candles and the champagne like you think i'm want the fantasy like you are the one who arranged this whole fantasy scenario mm. and then this is where i get really pissed because he says who dumped who four years ago and my thing is like those aren't the same things i know yeah she is talking about 
about today. She is mm-hmm. talking about the thing that happened today. And like, she is trying to lock in on like, let's argue about the thing that happened today. Cause what I'm mad about is that you slept with me when you were with someone else and we haven't defined what with someone else means yet, but mm-hmm. like, what I think it is, is that I'm mad because like, yes. I don't want to be the other woman. And what you're, what you're mad about is like something that happened a long time ago, mm-hmm. seemingly. And like, you know, I think she's right that like fantasy things were nice today, but like, he's talking about something they dated for six weeks, you know, four years ago. And then for like five more weeks, four years ago, (laughs) just Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's just like, like they're both bringing up the past, but then also the present, you know, it's just like, like, what do you want to talk about? Like, where do you want to live? And what does your relationship look like if you were going to be together in this moment? Like you, you have to forgive each other for the past. Like she has to let go of her guilt. Like, you know, she has to forgive herself. They have have to to forgive forgive herself. herself. You know, he has to forgive her or like forgive the situation, forgive Pacey, forgive himself for how he acted. Like they all have to like, you know, just do a lot of work on what happened in the past and then also live in the present, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, yeah. I guess, and and he's kind of like, you know, like I always know what I wanted, you know, but like before, like we get a chance, you ruin it, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess one of my things is that like her talking about this fantasy today with the candles and champagne, like, first of all, that's not a fantasy. That's just romance. Yeah. Um, and like, but like, instead of talking about anything, you guys did that. You did mm-hmm. this romantic thing, which is a choice you, and when you're free yeah, to make, it's fine. Yeah. but like, you didn't talk about anything. Mm-hmm. You just did this. And so like, yeah. So him then saying like, I've always known what I wanted and like, you know, and what Which I want, is like, we is know that that's true? not true. No, yeah, not exactly. True. Yeah. And like, or we just he, don't know what always means. Like, are you saying always today? You know? Yeah. Like, what is yeah. your timeline for always? You know, like if always right. today meant he always wanted to be with her, like I buy that. But like the sure. whole sixth season of the show, definitely not. That's no. not true. Yeah. yeah. And like, he's just kind of like, think about this. Like, is this how you want things to end? And so my, here's my thing. This isn't the meanest we've ever seen Dawson. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's not the meanest that we've seen Dawson to Joey, Mm -hmm. but it seems like he is moving backwards. And so that is why he dies to me in this scene, because after he and Jen broke up, he was so mature. Mm -hmm. He was so great with her. They could be friends you know, and like, even with Joey, like they hung out and he heard all about her and professor Wilder, which like, I wish his reaction was different. Like Mm -hmm. that, that he was like, uh, this is weird and fucked, but like, there wasn't jealousy. He wasn't jealous of professor Wilder and like this vitriol that where he just like throws things in Joey's face from years ago, or even from today and like doing it after this period where he grew so much with Jen, this mm-hmm. is like, this is why I'm just like done with Dawson. Cause I'm just like, you know what? Like go away. Like, mm-hmm. 
go to Hollywood, be one of those assholes. I have to stand behind in line and intelligentsia and like, leave these people alone. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like it's hard because like, I feel like I feel for him. I feel like he's being somewhat level-headed in his assessment of the situation, but he's missing the trigger point, you know, where like, and I, like I said, I just think like if he, he's not hearing her, she's not hearing him. And so they're talking over each other. And then like, he just needs to apologize and be like, I'm sorry, I was seeing someone you're right. I should have said. And because his refusal to this day to apologize to Joey, you know, whether or not it's because Joey's like, you don't have to apologize or whatever, like just the terms of their relationship. It's like, it, that's what makes him such a shitty person. Like, you know, like it's the same reason why he became dead to me in season two, because he's like, she's like, you violated me. You broke my trust. And he's like, I'm happy I did it. And you're like, no, no. You say, okay, I see your point of view. And I'm very sorry about that. (laughs) Well, and, and like, that's a great example, Aaron, because it's like my point. And the reason why this is when he dies to me is because basically he's done the same thing. Yeah. Right he broke her trust. He like, you know, this is like, she is clearly upset about it. Yeah. And it's not his point. It's not his place to say, you don't get to be upset about this. Yeah. She does get to be upset about it. She's upset about it. She is. Yeah. It's like, you don't get to tell people how they get to feel and when they get to be upset. And if you think you do, you're a piece of shit. Like, you know, totally. Totally. And like, and like, this is the thing, right. As I think, and as a woman watching this scene, it's like so often in dealing with not just men with many people, but a lot of times men, there Mm -hmm. is this, like, there is this thing of like, I don't think that you deserve to have this emotion because Mm -hmm. like, I know where I'm coming from and it's not mean. Yeah. So like, why are you freaking out? You fucking, you know, bitches be crazy. Yeah. And it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I, I wished we could move past that as a society because it's just, it's frustrating to watch. Cause I know how Joey feels and there's, and I guess that's maybe why I have more tenderness and compassion for Joey mm-hmm. is because like, I know what it feels like when you're like, no, you're not fucking hearing me. Yeah. No, and I like, agree. And, and I, I mean, think it, in this moment, like, like, like all of the girls are on Joey's side because it's like, no, you are fucking someone else. And then you fucked me. That's, that's bullshit. Absolutely not. You know, like, I don't know why you think you have a leg to stand on, you know, like, and I do like, again, there is elements of gray and nuance to it, but he's not living in that gray and nuance. He's like, no, I'm a good guy. I don't do anything wrong. And you're like, but you did. And the fact that he calls her a child yeah. and the fact that he like, I mean, he like lobs some real insults at her yeah, yeah. and she's not doing that back. She doesn't, she's not like, you know, you're such a, you're such an asshole <laughs> like, which, or you're a child, you know? Right. Right. Totally. Like she's. And so for me, it's just like, we're back in the same place that we were at the beginning of season two. There isn't a lot of growth. And, mm-hmm. and yes, I think they bring out the worst in each other. I mean, you know, you guys heard us all last season loving Dawson and Jen and like, this is the problem, right? Is that Dawson and Joey bring out the absolute God awful worst in each other Yeah, and then refuse to see that. Yeah, no, because he even asked her, is this how you want it to end? And it's like, Dawson, is this how you want to end? 
all you have to do is apologize to her. Right. You know, like, so you're acting like she's holding all the cards when like it, that's not how relationships work. You know, you're holding the cards too. You did something she's not stoked on. And then you saw two of your other friends kind of agreeing with her. So like, what's going on here? Well, and it's like, you can say, here's where I was coming from. Yeah. That doesn't mean that it didn't hurt you, but just like, so you understand where I was coming from. Like, here's where I was coming from. And like, I'm so sorry that what I did hurt you. Like, you can Mm -hmm. say that, you know, like I, you know, I, I am really sorry that you're, you know, I'm sorry that I hurt you. Yeah. Like I am. And, you know, it's funny that you talk about, um, this toxic friendship and this toxic relationship and uh how everyone else sees it because we go then to hell's kitchen where the scene we've been wanting for like three seasons now <laughs> totally you know? at least one season yeah because audrey's like trying to be assured by everyone that like they're this is this is like this normal, is their right? thing right right, this right, is right. they are you know yeah, like it'll work out. And finally, finally, all these people are talking like all yeah. of us would be talking if yeah. Dawson and Joey were our friends. Exactly. And Pacey says what like we all feel. He's like, look, I'm down for them to have their shot, but for the both of them to depend on each other for their happiness is, and then, you know, Audrey's like romantic and he's like, no, it's structurally unsound. Yeah. He says it's not healthy, you know, before he says is their relationship isn't healthy. And then he says it's structurally unsound. Yeah. And like, it's like, yeah. And Jack's like, yeah, seconded. Yeah. Hard agree, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Jen's kind of like stunned. She's like, whoa, I didn't know that's the side you were on. You know? Right. Right. And Jack's like, uh, who broke them up in the first place? Hello. I know, which is like, <laughs> did that happen? <laughs> I mean, he did break them up kind of i mean they broke up for other reasons but jack was a was a precipitating incident yeah 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 yeah. um and then jen looks at everyone and is like don't look at me girl i'm the roadkill on the dawson and joey highway i seriously, don't want to weigh it seriously like no opinion whatsoever <laughs> yeah exactly which is valid you know but yeah oh, totally. like it's interesting because up until this point like everyone's been like they the bought soulmates. into the made of it all, which was so frustrating to watch, you yeah. know, and seeing this where it's just like, nah, dude, this is stupid. I can't believe we're doing this, you know, yeah. again, like here we yeah. are, you know, um, you know, and it's just like, yikes. Right. And then of course, at this point, Emma interrupts and brings them their sodas, which like, God, just let these kids have fake IDs so they can drink beer at this yeah. fucking bar. <laughs> And like, you know, Jack kind of follows her as she walks away and is like, so like, he's like trying to sweet talk her still like, (laughs) and he's like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, she's just like, it's like, you can have the apartment, have the apartment. Like, you know, I just didn't have it in me to like tell Pacey in front of y'all. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Jack's like, oh, you're not going to regret this. And she's like, I definitely am going to regret this, but you're going to regret this. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. And then Pacey like runs back to the table and tells, yeah, or Jack. sorry, Jack runs back to the table and tells Pacey. And it's cute. Like it's fun to watch them hanging out, you know, yeah, like yeah. all of them hanging out. And, and have like, like life moments like, hey, we got an apartment and the girls are like, wait, I don't think we're going to toast. Like they're like, we got to yeah. toast. And they're like, Jen's like, but I don't want to toast you leaving me. And Audrey's like, yeah, I don't, I'm unsure of our relationship. You know, I don't want to toast like you going to live with that hot chick, you know? Yeah. So then they're like, let's toast to friendship. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, we've been okay. Toast to friendship this whole time. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, and so, you know, listen, we go back to Joey's room. And she's like crying in her bathroom. And like, I feel nothing. Like, I agree. I mean, I agree. when she's crying and like saying like you wouldn't have to ask in the end of season four, like I sobbed. It devastated. It's devastating. I sobbed. Yeah. At the end of season one, when she's with her dad and it's like, do yes. you love me? Oh I mean, my God. I sobbed, you know? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But now so watching this, like, I don't know, because like, like it's hard because you're kind of like. Like, I get that, you know, Dawson refuses to apologize for having, like, seeing someone, but, like, also, like, you know, it, it is valid, the question he's asking, like, is this how you want it to end, mm -hmm. you know? Like, do you want to try to have another conversation when you're less heated? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he's sitting on the floor and she comes out and she's just kind of like quietly like, what time is your flight? And like, you should, you know, give yourself extra time because we still had to remind each other of that back I in those know. days. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, yeah. why are you doing this? Doing what though, you know? I know. And, it, and, and she's I, like, we're doing this. <laughs> like, yeah. I do like that she says that. Like, she's like, it's what we do. We're doing it. It's not just me. I mean, like, like I said, like, I feel for him too, because it's like, are we really not going to revisit, like, try to have this conversation again? Yeah. Like, you know, like we obviously were so mad just like a minute ago. Can we, can we revisit this, you know? Um, yeah. But then he says something that makes me irate. Yeah. <laughs> which he's like, you know, it's not, it's you, it's yeah. you, Joey, not me that doesn't want to deal with this. Yeah. And the realities of an adult relationship. And I was like, <laughs> excuse me. I know it's fucking like, fuck off. like, no, fuck you don't you. want to deal with the fact that your actions were perceived differently than what you perceive, you know? Yep. That's comes that's with fucking it. adulthood, you know, like <laughs> yeah. fuck off, you know, like, well, yeah, you I, didn't we tell her information that she deserved to know before you had sex with her or she wanted to know or you she know. wanted to know. And she's mad at you for, for that. And you yeah. admitted that you didn't tell her because you were worried if you didn't tell her, she wouldn't have sex with you. Yeah. And that is a real fucking problem. Yeah. That deserves to be talked out. And also for you to acknowledge your participation in this problem like, and just like not be condescending to her. Like yeah. those, him calling her a child and him saying that about like, you know, it's you, it's not me that doesn't want to have this like adult conversation. Like that's so fucking condescending. Well, he's not even saying adult conversation. He's acting like, well, no, no, we're going to continue fucking. And like, you should be fine with the fact that like, I was fucking someone else, like, you know, mere hours before I fucked you, but like, 
you know, you should be fine with that. Cause I broke up with her, you know? And you're yeah. like, like she's, you can talk about that and maybe she will be fine. Like, I don't know. Like, and like that, that's like people's personal choice. However, she clearly is mad about this. And like, what you're saying isn't making her feel better. So like the terms of the relationship you're offering is not something she's willing to take. And you're also not willing to enter into new terms, like apologizing for being, you know, for doing yeah. Yeah. yeah, for this, for what happened. And like, it's just like his, he infantilizes her, you know, like yeah. that's the thing too. And so like, it's just awful to watch. And like, and, and just, I mean, I know I said it, but like having been a 19 year old girl, I do know what it's like to internalize this kind of like shittiness. Mm-hmm. And like it, it's, it was, that actually was the most painful part for me to watch because I was like, God, like you just internalized that for so long. And just like, you think it's your fault. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. And I, I or you do, think you're a bitch for saying things, you know, like or that. For standing up for yourself, you know, and you're just yeah. like, well, okay, then I'm a bitch, but like, <laughs> okay, what, yeah, know, like whatever, yeah, um, yeah, and like I just think he's giving her too much power in this. He's like, you're you're doing this, and it's like, well, you're both doing this, you know, totally. And she finally is like, you're right. I want the fantasy because like, ultimately they're trying to meet each other on their terms, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what fantasy means to, you know, him just as much as I don't know, like why she's holding on to like the fact that she broke his heart, you know, as much as she is. And like at which time, which heartbreak is she talking about? Cause she kept saying right. four years ago. And I'm like, well, what about the time you sailed on a boat with Pacey? Like what, right. what heartbreak are we talking about here? You know? Um, well, and how telling if it's, if she really does feel guilt for when she broke up with him at the dance and yeah. not, and not for sailing off with Pacey. Totally. Exactly. Like that's yeah, fascinating. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, exactly. Dive into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and she's just like, I do want the fantasy. And I, like, I have fundamentally felt this about their relationship the whole Absolutely. time is that she wants the quote, good guy. She wants this person she's made up in her head and that's not who he is. You know, right. he's done the same to her for sure. But like, yeah. that's the end of the day. The biggest problem with both of them is that they imagined this relationship that they would have that just functionally doesn't exist, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't know if she's actually admitting that or she's trying to get a jab at him. Like, I do want the fantasy. You're right. You're right. Because like, like it doesn't, it feels too snarky for her to be admitting that to herself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. I I mean, and the thing is, is that like, I do think we're in this point and Joey said it earlier in the episode where she is figuring out how she wants what she wants. And like, I think it's fine and and interesting. And I'm here for this story of like her figuring it out. And like, Mm -hmm. if part of that story is like, she slept with Dawson for the first time and it like did not go the way Mm -hmm. that she, they had fantasized and they had built it up for so fucking long. Yeah. And like, that's really interesting too. And like, it's fine that she's mad that he didn't tell her about this girl. That's totally fine. It's fine that they didn't talk over the summer. It's fine. It's fine. What's not fine about this situation is that he's belittling her and being mean to her because this is not going how he wants it to go. 
And my thing is like, look at yourself, my dude, and tell me why this keeps happening because it does keep happening over and over again. And I'm not saying that Joey has zero culpability in any of this. I think she does. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is that like the fact that like he keeps doing this to people is like, if it happens over and over again, you know, it's like that saying, like, if you meet one asshole during the day, that guy was an asshole. But if you meet assholes all day long, maybe you're the asshole. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of similar to that, right? Where it's like, if the same thing keeps going wrong over and over again, you might want to check. It's not that she's not doing things wrong. Yeah, no, it's like I was saying last episode about when she's like, guys just keep falling in love with me. And you're like, well, I mean, like, (laughs) what are you doing here? You know, like yeah, if that's yeah. not what you want. Then like, what are like, you know, like, let's, well, and you let's, can't help how guys feel about totally. you, but you can also say like, we're done. Yeah, like I, this I is know. not what I want. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like totally. So, you know, it's Dawson says like, if we can't fight and figure this out, like, and he kind of stops and, she he's right that you do have to be able to fight but joey mm-hmm. is right because she says maybe there's nothing here worth worth saving yeah and she's and like, like i don't want to be screaming at each other you know and like he's like well what does this mean and she's like it was two friends that made a huge mistake which i was like "Ooh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that one hurts that one stings <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah and he's well and stunned. of course i mean and back to you know of course joey must get punished for having sex yeah totally it can't just be like we had sex and it didn't work out the way that i, yeah, wished, I hoped it would he's like it's two friends who made a huge you know making a huge mistake when it's really like it's two childhood friends growing up mm-hmm. you know what i mean like I, I i just don't think it was a mistake like i don't i don't either Cause they both wanted to do it, you know? Yeah. I, mean? I don't think it was a mistake either. I don't think the sex was a mistake. Yeah. I think the mistake was that they both think that they're right for each other, you know, yep. <laughs> like I think them fucking has had to have, like, it should have happened. Like, you know, sure. and like it happened now. I don't think it was a mistake. They both wanted to, they've been wanting to for a long time. I'm, yeah. I'm happy that they did it. Yeah. You know? Good for y'all. And you know, it's seems like, like you had of, a good time. You did it three times. Good, yeah, good on you. Like, have fun. It's part of her journey to be like, just because you fuck someone, it doesn't work out. Doesn't mean it was a mistake. Come on, that's the thing. And I think that's that is a lesson that like network television did not allow us to learn for a mm-hmm. long time. Even if they, I mean, maybe they do now, but um, you know, look, Dawson's like, if that's how you feel, then I should go. Yeah. And and he like slams the door, which is like a bold move. But, and then like, they both are like sad and they like turn and grab the door handle, but then neither of them turn it. Yeah. Which is like such a perfect metaphor. Should we open the door to this again? And you're like, no, leave it closed. (laughs) Go away. (laughs) And we're supposed to get, um, it's not by Amy Mann. Um, and we see Joey lying in bed and crying without taking off her fucking platform sandals. Sandals? That's easy. Oh my God. You just slip them off. You just slip them off. I mean, should we watch her crying more than she did for Pacey? And it's just like, I can't with this, you know, know. because like 
Like, is she crying because she thinks she made a mistake? I don't know. I think she's, it seems to me like she's crying because this thing that they had built up for so fucking long just is not working. And like, I can see being like, I can see when you finally admit to yourself that like her and Dawson are not going to work. Like then there's a lot of shit that like has gone into that, that is Yeah, but it's hard for me to believe that she, that's what she thinks. Cause they have so much back and forth, you know? And like what she said to him was like, it was a mistake, you know? And it's like, yeah it's hard to know. I mean, that's what I think is like, I agree. Like if she's finally admitting like, wow, I thought we were going to work out and like, we were We're never going to. And like, you know, like I, I would, I think that totally justifies like crying your eyes out because you're like, wow, like that would be a huge heartbreak, but because like, they still don't communicate at all. And I don't really know what she, what they're feeling other than like mad and like, mad at each other and and like you know frustrated like you're just kind of like okay totally totally she looks at the perfect snow globe and i'm still like what the fuck is the snow globe yeah uh, you were fixated on the snow globe i had a lot to say about the platform sandals (laughs) (laughs) the snow globe just we see it over and over and i just like i don't get it i don't like what is that supposed to mean you know yeah i don't know I don't know. Okay. The platform sandals, guys. We went through that phase. Don't ever do it again. It was awful. We did that. We did that. <laughs> we really did. Oh my God. Rocket dogs. <laughs> those like lifted reefs. Yeah. 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 That was like, those were like my fancy shoes. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> also, it was fucking a choice. Yeah. Also, just though, poor Joey. Like, that's such fucking terrible 19th birthday. Yeah. Damn. Seriously. um so Dawson's dead to me now don't treat people like that thanks yeah yeah I mean it's just like dude you did do something wrong like like I don't know well I agree it's like when are you supposed to tell someone like you know if you're casually dating someone and then like you know you hook up like I don't know I agree where it's like when do you tell someone that's something that you like practice doing with boundaries and whatever you know so like I can like understand that however if someone's telling you I can't believe you fucking didn't tell me you don't say like why would I tell you (laughs) you say like yeah okay you're right I'm hearing you I understand that and like I just kind of didn't know I got caught up in the moment because I was so excited this was happening and like you know now Mm -hmm. and I was gonna tell you and then I didn't know what to do and like if you kind of worked your way through the process of what really happened instead of being like, well, why do you think you should know that? And you're like, because like, I don't want to be the other woman. What? Totally. And I don't want to think that you're a cheater. Totally. You know? Because oh, like, it just is something that bothers me. And yeah. like, it does bother me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Or like now all I can think is you're going to go back to LA and fuck someone else. And like, I thought we were entering into a different relationship and now I'm like, oh shit, we were just, we're going to like casually have sex when I thought like there was something else going on here, you know, and I'm processing that or something. Like, I mean, it's just like, it's hard to see the leg he's completely standing on, you know? Um, Totally. You know, like I totally. And instead of being like okay I see that you're hurt he lashes out yeah and like I'm not saying that she doesn't but like he yeah in this in this instance 
he does it in a way that's like feels really like season two Dawson right (laughs) and and to me that's the problem is that like I am willing to forgive a lot of it and Mm -hmm. chalk it up to being a dumbass teenager like I too was a dumbass teenager and did awful things to people um you know like but the fact that we're here now and like he's he's 19 or 20 or whatever and like you're not fully formed at 19 and 20 Mm -hmm. and you know, whatever, but it's just like, this is the period of time that I get to work with. And so, you know, the fact that there seems to have not been almost any growth in this character between Mm -hmm. like, it seemed like there was, that's the problem. That's the even bigger problem. It seemed like there was Mm -hmm. like he was with Jen and there was, and then there wasn't, and now there isn't. And it's like, I just, yeah, I, I mean, wanna... it's like ultimately a reminder that like they them to just revert back to being kids with each other. And yeah. you're just like, I don't want to watch this. I don't care. I we don't care. And also like this, we tr- then you, then you did get a shot. Then <laughs> yeah. season two does count, like, you know, because mm-hmm. like you're just going to be kids with each other. So you should yeah. be dated when you're kids. And that's that, you know? Yeah. So who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for Jen. Um, I'm rooting. I want her to meet new people. Yeah. That's a great goal. I'm rooting for Jack. Yeah. Jack and Pacey being roommates is going to be fun. Yeah. There we are. That's all. (laughs) Agreed. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So from our British correspondent, we did have two wild Emma things. (laughs) Okay. We've got wastrels and can I get you lot anything else? <laughs> However, she said it. Anything else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what Which accent is, is that? It's kind of Cockney. Like Cockney, Cockney does do a th as an f. Mm-hmm. Um, so like very working class South London, mm-hmm. East London. Yeah, yeah. It's like who is this girl? She's yeah. so wild. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. From- thank you for your hard work and service <laughs> on this. <laughs> and from our listener corner, this is from Hope. Um, the brief scene in episode 602 where Jen, Jack, Pacey, and Audrey are chatting at Hell's Kitchen about the toxic nature of Dawson and Joey's relationship is very short, but it feels incredibly realistic to me. The only thing that does not feel realistic to me in the moment is the fact that the conversation was not featured on the show before. There is just no way that insightful and caring people like Jack, Jen, and Pacey, who have all observed Dawson and Joey's interactions for years, would be supportive of the way that those two treat each other, other treat each other as potential romantic partners or even as friends. It would be out of character for Jen, Jack, or Pacey to attempt to control anyone's actions, but I know Pacey had a brief talk with Dawson about this in season five, but it seems unbelievable to me that conversations like this one where other friends from the group clearly acknowledge this toxicity amongst themselves haven't happened before on screen. For every time that I am personally annoyed with the ongoing saga of Dawson and Joey as a viewer, you just know that the characters <laughs> had to be so over it as well. I like the storyline of Jen and Dawson in season five even enough because he may, it made him 
mildly palatable and the queen Jen Lindley deserves whatever type of relationship she wants at the time. But I'm mm-hmm. still convinced that Jen and Jack would have had some truly hilarious, honest, snarky conversations about Dawson and Joey that we're sadly never privy to on screen. This scene is acted playfully, but it also kind of hits close to home for me after having lived through similar situations. What kind of viewpoints and conversations do you imagine these characters or other characters on the show have had about Dawson and Joey up to this point? If you were in their place, what conversations would you be having as their friend? We don't have to guess about that second part. We have had (laughs) these conversations about our friends' boyfriends and girlfriends. Um, So, yeah, I mean, definitely... Um, without giving too much of our personal lives away that like, we definitely have had friends that have had boyfriends that we really fucking hated and that we thought were really terrible for them. Um, and talked about it constantly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And even in the terms of like, what are we going to do? Okay. It's their choice, you know? And you're always like, kind of like, I think sometimes you just need to check in of like, do we need to step in? you know, totally, totally. And like, because and- Dawson and Joey's relationship is toxic, but it's not like violent. And it's not like, I don't know, like it, there are moments where it feels really abusive to me on both parts, you know, totally. like they hold each other back. Like he felt like he had this amazing relationship with Jen, but then, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like when he like sees those, he break him and Jen break up and you're like, wait, what? Just because you're like now suddenly in love with Joey again. Right. There's no work that's done there. I mean, I think that like, definitely I would imagine that they all have like moments of being like, oh God, what have they done now? Or, oh God, like, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And I, and I would imagine, I mean, I would have loved to see Pacey and Jen have a conversation like when Pacey started dating or when Jen started dating Dawson, um, about like, look at <laughs> like sometimes that other person yeah, gets into this relationship. I totally agree. It would have been such a good bonding moment for them. You know, I mean, they're already such good friends. So it's not like they needed to bond more, but to just have Pacey be like, yeah, like all last year, like season four, when I was dating her, I felt like she never fully chose me, you know? And yeah. like, you know, and if I had been able to be okay with that, we probably would still be together, but like, I wasn't. And like, you know, so like if that had been the way in which like we saw, like, like I've always maintained that I wish we saw the breakdown of, of Jen and Dawson's relationship because of Joey again, like, so that's like these two people just hold each other back from moving forward. Well, and not only that, but like, wouldn't it have been great to see Pacey and Jen after Dawson and Jen broke up, have Mm -hmm. a conversation where they sort of are like, shit, man, like that stuff really gets in the way. Like after a while, like you think you're past it and you're not like, Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have seen that conversation. I would have loved to have seen Jack sort of like, you know, be there with either Pacey or Jen or both of them or all three of them, like as they watch I mean, I love that they do it after this train wreck, you know, Mm -hmm. but like after like other train wrecks, like, you know, I just think it would have been fascinating to see. Yeah. Um, And even Jack and Dawson kind of talking about like maybe afterwards, like you broke Jen's heart to be with 
Joey, like, why? What are you, you know? and like, <laughs> what or are like, you, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you if you did it? that, then why are you not there? Like talking? Yeah, to her, exactly. You know? Or something along those lines where at least like Jack kind of stands up for his, you know, best friend or whatever. Um, yeah. And it's like, right. And it's like, you know, in season, season three is a little hard because Pacey's so involved, Mm-hmm. Where it's like, but there are times when he really like tells Joey or tells Dawson, like, look at what you guys are doing to each other. Yeah. Like that's really fucked. And like, to me, like, I don't know, kind of relating it back to like real life. Like, I definitely think that like, I really like what you said. And I think that's really true of like having these moments of like deciding when you're going to like talk to someone or step in because like. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really hard when you're young and like when we were in college, cause it's like, you don't want to, f- you don't want to like th- at that age, sometimes you tell someone something and they're like, never talk to you again. Yeah. And like, that's really real. And you're like, well, I don't want to mess up this friendship, but also like, I think this is really messed up. And like, how mm-hmm. do I, you know, I think that's part of growing up too. And I would have been nice to see, like, how do I navigate this? I don't yeah. know because like yeah. a lot of what I remember from college and like some of our friendships and like, you know, we've had friendships, our own friendships sometimes uh, like it was, me- it could be messy. There are messes, yeah, there yeah, were messes, yeah. you know, all over the place, you know, when we were younger. Um, and like, I think that like, you know, you do learn how to navigate it and it's painful and some of it really sucks. And sometimes you just decide that you're going to forget about it and move forward and Mm -hmm. something and move forward. And sometimes you don't. And, you know, I think those are things that like, I would have loved to see and explore it in the show. Um, because I think that's so real about being a young person. Um, yeah. And for a show that, you know, started off of about being this friendship, this, you know, amazing childhood friendship. Like, you know, we've always said they don't really have that many friend moments throughout the show, which like your friendships are, that's how you survive your childhood. That's how you survive, you know, your teenage years. So they are such an important friendship or relationship. Um, so you kind of wish that we could see that more, you know? Um, Yeah. And then just the way in which they all care about each other, you know, would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Or even if we had seen like, even on the other side of Joey complaining about Dawson and Jen being together to like Jack or someone, Audrey, and then them being like, what, you don't want Dawson to move on? Right. You know, don't, do you think you, you hold Dawson back or, you know, something like that? Yeah. Being real with her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, why do you always go back to him? You know, right? like they sometimes mention that to each other, but we never see other people mention to them of like, you just, which seems unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously like the person I am, I'd be like, why do you keep going back to that guy? (laughs) Like, stop it. You know, like that, if Joey was my friend, I'd be like, I don't get this. What's going on here? Like you keep going back to him. It's not working like, what's the, what do you want? Like, I would, I'm the same as Dawson in that way. So when he says it, I'm like, I'm right there with you. Like, what does she want? You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, even with professor Wilder, I was like, what do you want? Like, what do you yeah. want with this scumbag? You know, like, so like, like it doesn't matter that I, I don't need to know, but you should know before, you know, as the person who's potentially entering in these situations, you should know what you fucking want, you know, but <laughs> 
Ay, ay, ay. Ay, 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 indeed. Okay. Um, okay. For our art and artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so last week I was, I mentioned Michael Jackson as one of the possible ones. Mm-hmm. And like, um, you were saying, yeah, that's kind of a gray area because if they're dead, like is the money going to them and stuff like that. And for me with Michael Jackson, personally, it's not about like giving someone money. Mm-hmm. It's about like inclusion. And like, you don't know if that is triggering for someone else, you know? So in my house, my old place in Echo Park, we, we wouldn't play Michael Jackson because you just never know sure. how people feel. Um, and so, you know, and that's like, a, I don't know, that's kind of like the thing for me, like about a lot of these situations is like the money part. Like, I don't know if the capitalism is enough at this point. It's more mm-hmm. about like the, the safe space you're creating. So Katie emailed us and she said, I just wanted to reach out about your topic for this season about problematic artists and how you deal with their art. This has been super difficult issue for me to reconcile with myself. I mainly think of it in terms of music. I am a singer, um, band musician with if, oh, sorry, if a I learn a singer band musician has accusations against them. I usually just delete their songs from playlists and avoid their music. I get really bothered when I hear Michael Jackson music on the radio or out in public. As someone who experienced sexual abuse as a young child, I find it deplorable to play his music in grocery stores, Mm -hmm. but it literally is everywhere. Michael Jackson music is to the point where it's considered wholesome or even family friendly. I'm a pediatric nurse and kids today will hear will sing along to beat it or Billie Jean. It clearly isn't going anywhere, but I don't Mm. understand why no one else seems to feel the way I do about it. To be fair, I was born in 1995, so I didn't experience the heyday of Michael Jackson, and Mm. I can't understand what it was like to be alive for that. But still, I can't understand after allegations in the 90s and after leaving Neverland documentary, how anyone can hear these songs and separate them from the horrible things he did to children. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that anyone is truly a, quote, monster or beyond ability to change, but Michael Jackson died, so he doesn't get the opportunity to change or apologize. And for me, that means I don't have space in my life for any art he's created. I know everyone will have different ways of reconciling their tastes and their values, but that's my take. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. And I think, and first of all, thank you, Katie, for sharing that with us. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that that's like, that to me makes a ton of sense. And like, it's, it's interesting because it's, I do like that idea of like not playing things that might trigger someone, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just keeping them off. And, and, you know, I, I was saying that about R Kelly the other day, um, or in our last episode where, yeah. you know, I did grow up in one of the heydays of Michael Jackson. Um, yeah. there were, there were a few. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was actually, Jen and I were, um, in the car, uh, I think this afternoon and, or this, this morning and, um, uh, uh, one man in the mirror was on mm-hmm. the radio and, you know, we were talking about black or white. And I was having this memory of, um, hearing it for the first time at the roller skating rink in junior high. And so like, mm-hmm. I think, and, and all that is to say that, like, I think that like, if you did grow up, you know, like we did in the nineties, in the early nineties, like 
yes, sure. The, that song is connected with certain nostalgic memories for me. And I think for some people, it is hard to remove that. And, you know, I think for me, for anyone, it's hard to remove that. It's, it's like, do I have, feel a warmth when I hear a song like black or white? Yes. Like I have memories, nice memories attached to it. Mm-hmm. Does that necessarily mean that I listen to a lot of Michael Jackson anymore? Like, no. It's, you know, sometimes it comes on the radio, but like, or can you have that memory without the music, you know? Right. Right. I mean, I had a big crush on Macaulay Culkin who was in the yeah. music video. So like mm-hmm. that ties into it a little more too, but, um, but yes, I, I agree. And I think that like, you know, it's one of those things where I think a lot of these artists, Michael Jackson included for me personally, like have fallen out of my repertoire. Like they're not, it's not anything that I listen to, Mm -hmm. um, anymore, but, but I do have, I do think that's a great new perspective on rather than just like you said, Aaron, the capitalism part of it, Mm -hmm. like also talking about like, you know, there are people that have experienced the things that these people did. And so what does that mean? to them that they have to be subjected to this, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think, yeah. Yeah. And then Aru follows up on the issue of death. Um, the other issue is, is that of what happens to someone after they die. Julia mentioned how she may go and visit an artist's work after they die, because at least the money's not going to them. But there is a bigger cultural problem around people that die. They say no one should speak ill of the dead. And there is a larger rush to celebrate what was good about them and curb the criticism. As a result, their life's work gets a massive upswing in viewership and consumption as if dying is some way to purge you of your sins. Mm -hmm. I find this extremely problematic in life as in death. Some of these problematic nuances of celebrities need to be held. The discomfort has to be sat with and the contradictions have to jostle with one another. Oh, I agree with that 100%. I, I definitely agree with that. I, um, I mean, I think that the way that we mourn, I mean, even like, I mean, even when like George HW Bush died or Nancy um, Reagan, Nancy Reagan, (laughs) when she died and people were like, Oh, what a wonderful woman. No, Mm -hmm. she wasn't. Nancy Reagan no. by for mm-hmm. in every account anyone I'm has ever written say no to that she's a bitch <laughs> she, mm-hmm. every account anyone's ever written about Nancy Reagan is like she was a horrible person yeah. <laughs> even people who liked her were like that bitch was mean <laughs> like shit so yeah I, I I think that that's a that is a major problem I think that you know I think that like people are complicated and can be complicated. And I think that like, that's kind of what we're grappling with is like, where does complex, where is it complexity? And like, we give space for complexity and where is it like, no, you did active harm to people and thus we don't want to engage with you. And I think that's really, that's what, that's the discussion, you know? Yeah, definitely. And so I think like, like for me, you know, I don't know, like, is it something like, I don't know, 
just to speak to speak about like I mean not to keep bringing him up but like R. Kelly Mm -hmm. there's this question in my mind of like once he's dead do I get to listen to bump and grind and does it matter like Mm -hmm. at that point you know what I mean like will I even want to at that point that's a question for me and I don't think it erases the absolute horror he inflicted on many people but like is that a song that I love enough that I want to listen to it again? I don't know. The answer is probably no to that one, but like, you know, I don't know, but I think it's complicated. And I think you're right. I think that like, we have only just not to quote Karen Carpenter, who is by a a, a saint, um, (laughs) but um, we've only just begun to really grapple with any of this. So I think that it's an interesting thing, right? Like, because for R. Kelly, for me, it's going to be a no. But what about like age is just a number? I can't even listen <clears> to that song, but it is so good, you know, but it is so hard. Yeah, it's hard to listen to that to listen whole to. Aaliyah album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's not it's not her fault, <laughs> but also oof, oof, oof. Mm-hmm. And well, and also like, you know, if we start digging back into history at art and artists, you know, you find real legit monsters who mm-hmm. made books or, you know, pieces of art, paintings or whatever that we love, but like those people were not good people. And mm-hmm. what does that mean? Or, you know, John Lennon was abusive to his first wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the song Imagine. Yeah. I, those two things sit together and like, it's not that I'm unaware yeah. of you know, and what does that mean? Right. Like John Lennon's been dead since 1980, mm-hmm. since before I was born, John yeah, Lennon yeah. died before I was born. What does it mean to sit with that? I, I, that's the question. I mean, I don't, I don't have an answer, Yeah, you know, totally. and I think like, you're right. And I think, I think John Lennon is a great um, example of what, sorry, is it Aru? Yeah. Yeah. Of um, what Aru is saying is like, um, you know, this is a person who we, that almost never gets talked about, you know, that John Lennon really was like a pretty, pretty severe abuser of women. Mm-hmm. Um, and that almost never gets talked about. And I, that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. Because if we talked about it, we would have to eliminate like every rock song from the sixties <laughs> and seventies and most of the eighties. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know, and like, a lot of the nineties and yeah. some of the, the aughts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, and yeah. actually Roxanne Gay, this isn't, well, this is a little bit has to do with this, but like Roxanne Gay in bad feminist. If, if you haven't read that, I highly recommend, but she has a great essay part, part of which is about um, Robin Thicke's um, mm-hmm. blurred lines. Mm-hmm. And she talks, she's like, look, from a feminist perspective, this is an, this is abhorrent. Like, this is Mm -hmm. a terrible, terrible song. And it's like, and it's, it's all about like, it's like reinforces rape culture. It's like terrible. And from a dance perspective, it's a banger. And like those two (laughs) things can coexist, you know? And so I think that's really interesting. And I think that's not really what we're talking about, but like, it kind of like, hints at the edges of what we're talking about so mm-hmm. you know totally yeah anyway it's a tough call you know but yeah but thanks yeah thanks to both of you for for um writing in and, and telling us your experience and your thoughts 
really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. And thank you. A, a number of people have already written in. So, oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it coming. Um, yeah. If you have any thoughts, uh, Dawson's critique at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, and thank you everyone for being here season six, you know? Yeah. We're doing it. People have already started messaging us what's coming next. It's like, I, I've seen some of those. Hold on. Hold on. Hold hold on. on. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah. We got like at least five to six months. Yeah. Left, we so. got to get through this. So yeah, yeah we'll see. Um, you know, did the pandemic teach you nothing? We cannot be thinking that far in advance. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. But yeah, thank you everyone for being here. Um, yeah. you know, we're going to get a little bit into the wild episodes of season six, but you know, we're going we to go. come out, we're going to come out the other end to the better ones. So I'm excited for this journey. <laughs> yeah. Same. Um, we hope y'all are staying safe. Register to vote. Mm-hmm. I think the Texas is like their midterms are coming up and the voting is taking, it's a mess over there. So I know other states that have implemented probably some laws. You need to check in on that, mm-hmm. um, your voting situation. We got a elections coming up. In the U.S., yep. Here we are, democracy. Yep. <laughs> if we can, if we can keep it, yep. I know, gosh, yeah, um, yeah. But we hope you're staying safe. You know, wearing your masks. Maybe we're we're gonna be looking at a spring that's like maybe good. Hopefully, let's fingers crossed. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, we hope you're you know just doing the best you can out there. It's a wild time to be alive, mm. without a doubt. So yeah bit wild um but yeah black lives matter defund the police Mm -hmm. stop asian hate honor our treaties water is life oh my god we're moving in la to recycle all of our wastewater because we're in a twelve thousand year extreme drought yeah 1200 yeah sorry yeah 1200 yeah yeah so yeah that's wild yeah not scary at all not no, freaking definitely me out at all. Not. Yeah. yeah. 90% of the world's almonds are grown here. Okay. Why? Yeah. Why? And whatever. It's a whole, it's a mess. It's a mess. Um, food is what we need to survive. So I don't know what we're going to do if there's a drop, but um, yeah, water is life on our treaties. Um, you know, Medicare for all mm. abortion is pro-life. We stand with all labor movements to protect the rights of the working class. Police unions do the opposite. They are not true unions. Um, they work against the working class. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's critique. You can email us Dawson's critique at gmail.com. We want to shout out our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at go freaking crazy. We have merch bit.ly slash Dawson's critique. Um, we have a Patreon and join us over there. We just did uh, bring it on. We're probably going to talk more mm-hmm. about Dawson being dead to Julia this week over there. <laughs> so we hope to find you over there. Um, Patreon.com slash Dawson's critique. And as always, you can order our book. I remember everything life lessons from Dawson's Creek available wherever you get your books. Um, let's give a shout out to Gallery Bookstore in Mendocino, California this week. Um, they are a great little bookstore. And if you're on the Mendocino coast, um, you've got a pretty view. So 
Oh, Check them so out. Pretty over there. <laughs> it is so pretty. Um, please like a subscribe, write a review wherever it is you get your podcast. Thank you so much to those of you who have done so already. We really appreciate it and helps you us immensely when you do that. You can find me online at Pesty1079 on Twitter or Instagram. And uh, other than that, we'd like to thank you for being here. We're going to see you next week. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe out there. Have a good one. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over.